And how, and how, and, and how goes TNG? Uh, I'm 10 episodes in. Okay. Uh, so it, it's good. Um, I like some of the characters so far, but I imagine that this first season stuff it might change a little bit um, for like how some of them are. I know Riker gets a goatee. So I, I imagine his personality is going to change a little bit. So it's a ways away. Uh, I, I like my boy Data. I like uh, Jordy LaForge. I do wish Worf was more present. Uh, and can you tell me, is there any episodes where Worf just fucks people up? Because that's what I'm really looking for. Uh, like, well, I know you can't really. I can't remember. But I do, I do know that uh, eventually, like, you're going to get, like, the Klingon beatdown. Like, you're going to get, like, so much into the world of Klingondom. Because we're some of the more popular characters, they do whole like storylines about Klingons. Because there's like, yeah. there's you're going to see the Klingon Romulan War. Yeah, yeah, you're you're going to get all up into that, and then you're going to get introduced to Kardashians. Uh, we so I've uh, I've had Kardashians, not Rob or Kim, but uh, we did just get. Uh, I've had two episodes on the Ferengi, yeah. and I know you're a big fan of those guys. Oh, because that's that's the early days of the Ferengi when they're in the little barbarian outfits with their electric like, whips. They're like uh, fur traders, kind of. Yeah. Or they, 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 they describe them as something like Yeah, that. they completely change, I think, by the time you see them next. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I liked their whips. I thought that was cool. They No, Data describes them as uh, Yankee traders because they're always looking for deals. Well, that is that they keep. But, yeah, those well, the way you first see them, uh, they don't look like that very soon. Well, and, like, they have that little, like, veil behind their head, and I'm guessing that's just to hide, like uh, – Maybe. parts of the the real head yeah but i think yeah i think they're cool like i actually really like their ears and they, stuff they, they i actually, think they look good their makeup actually does get better because they do use that for a while the veil yeah. on the back but eventually you do start seeing it without that you see the whole thing like quark quark and his and uh his uh mother oh is quark in ds9 yeah yeah but, okay. but actually armin shimmerman is one of the original Frangie too, I believe. Yeah, he's one of the three. It's it's the same guy. It's still Armin Shimmerman. They just keep yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Quark. Yeah, Quark is like specifically uh, DS Nine as a character. And then and, Worf and, is and, in DS Nine too, isn't he? Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, because they they need they need to boost those ratings. I have heard. So I uh, I recently have just been you know cruising these Star Trek webs. Oh yeah. A lot of people think DS Nine is the best of all of the series. I'd say overall it is. I mean, yeah. it's the most. What do you call it? I, I so I actually I have a list of like I was keeping track of every episode when I was watching mm-hmm. DS Nine, and for the most part, like every episode does something. There's very few yeah. like outright bad episodes. I can't say the same mm-hmm. as the case with Next Generation, uh, or yeah. any even original series where there's some where you're like, whoo, yeah. this, this is a, a, a skippable one. But yeah, the the highlight for you in season one is going to be I think it's the second last episode. Uh, okay, it's like or it's like the twenty fourth episode of the first season. Okay, it's called Conspiracy. That episode, oh, I've already given away too much. That episode you'll get to, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> if it's a crossover with the X Files, I'm on board. A hundred percent is not, but it is. Uh, it's something else. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. They give, and there's actually, yeah, there's one other episode that I won't talk about because you'll get to it uh, mm-hmm. soon enough, and then you'll be like, "Oh my god, it is a whole different show." Oh well, I'm I'm quite a ways away from there yet because yeah. I got uh, seven seasons of TNG. Oh, this, I am, this, I'm this is excited, all, this is though. the first season too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm excited to get there, but uh, so we'll we'll talk about it when we get there, I guess. No. 
Because it does sound like DS9 is awesome. TNG is good. I like it so far. Oh, Wesley Crusher's, Crusher is a huge piece of shit, and I hate him so much. So much. And I know he doesn't go away, and everybody hates him, but he fucking well, sucks. How, how do you feel about Jack Crusher? Do, do you like hearing about him? Uh, I don't know if that's ever come up yet. Really? Yeah. Old Jack Crusher? Why, why her and uh, why well, Beverly I mean, and uh, Jean-Luc are, know each other so well? Because old oh, oh, Jack. Well, they, they do... Like they talk about their history a little bit, but yeah. uh, I I, yeah, I, I I always remember like this. I always felt like the Jack Crusher stuff, just like oh man, because the whole thing was like, well, John Luke, you could be like a surrogate father to Wesley. He really needs <laughs> a dad. And then Riker's kind of being like, well, I'll be cool uncle. And then mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, it's it's such bullshit with him because they're like, we should let him on the bridge, and Picard's like, he's a little kid. Who gives a fuck? It's like let him sit at like in his room, and then he's a uh, Riker's like. Yeah, and Riker's like, give him a chance. He's like, he sucks as a genius. He's stupid. Uh Hate Wesley. And I don't look like Will Wheaton. I don't care how much people say that. Doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, Wesley sucks ass. Data, Worf, Jordi LaForge. I like those three guys a lot. Those guys rule. Um, You got got a man crush on them? Kind of. When you were a little kid, did you ever take your sister's like headband and put it like over your eyes so oh, you yeah. pretend to? See, I didn't even know what Star Trek was, and I was doing that just because you you saw that image so much. Who doesn't like Lavar Burton, right? Who doesn't? You'd have to be yeah, a real monster. I think so. I think so. So I can't wait until I get to the Borg, and uh, Data has sex with the the Borg Queen. I I <laughs> I saw that uh, Jonathan Frakes uh, did a like a live screening of first contact, the movie on IGN. And uh, I didn't watch it cause I'm not there yet, but uh, I, I did see the, the big headline the next day was Jonathan Frakes uh, confirms that data had sex with the Borg queen. And I was like, Oh cool. Something to look forward to, I guess. Really <laughs> drills her. I guess like, is that part of the movie or you'll see? Well, you'll see. Okay. You, you yeah. may, you'll, you'll get a little bit of a, uh... Data drilling is pretty quick, actually, if you haven't actually, already. It, second episode, uh, N- he Nate takes th- down uh, Lieutenant Yar. Tasha Yar, yeah. He's, Tasha full, Yar. he's, he's fully functional. Fully, yeah, she brought, brings him in and she's just like, yo, Data, are you like fully stocked downstairs? And he's like, I'm full functional, baby. And she's like, all right, no. let's rip. No. So, uh, yeah, I was really surprised by that. I actually took a picture. I sent it to Ryan. Uh, so <laughs> the thing like on Star Trek, it, like the – the, you know how they used to put the ratings up in the corner? Yeah. The rating for this was sex and fear for episode <laughs> two of TNG. And I thought that was really funny. I was like, sex and fear? It's like, wow, what is this episode? Because I think that's, is that episode like the Naked Now or something like that? Because yeah. like, in the first season, they do a lot of like throwbacks to the original series. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the third episode. It's it's one of the first three yeah. episodes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, data data gets uh gets boning and it's pretty wild. Damn. Wild man. Um so uh do you want to hear about anything else or do you have anything I, to talk about? I think or? that's probably good for now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um cool. yeah, I, I mean I rewatched Ghost World today. How's that? Uh awesome. Still, I mean we'll get there, right? One, one, yeah, still one of my favorite movies. So nice. Yeah, that works out pretty good. Uh got any news? Uh, I thought I had some at one point, but uh, probably not. Why Kingdom of Heaven Director's Cut is one of Ridley Scott's best movies. Oof. Man, these news sites are really uh, digging deep at this point. 
Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one to justify. Jeez, Yowa. whoa, yeah, that's a that's about it, probably. Very well. Oh, uh, oh. Amazon Canada, you can rent movies now, but uh, guess what's not on there? Invisible Man. Of course, of course. So good stuff. I don't know. How's the uh, next generation treating you? It's high class, my friend. Uh, so, like, I know that you were kind of saying that um, there's bits of TNG that you're not a fan of, like certain things that they do, something like that. I think you said. Uh, I found it very slow, compared yep. to, even compared to uh, like original series. I found like relatively well paced compared to it. Well, I mean. Original series, like the motion picture, are boring intentionally and slow, is a thing I said once. Uh, so I, um, I, I, I do kind of see what you mean. I haven't had the, like, I've, I haven't thought that, but I think it's it's one of those things where, because I, I had someone ask me, they saw I was doing this, and they're like, can I just jump in to TNG and not do original series? And it's like, you can but I actually think part of the reason, like, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's like my comfort food now. Like, I, I'll watch one or two a night, like right before I go to bed, just to just to relax, because it's like I know what I'm go- I'm getting into. It's awesome to have like this long show that I can just click on and turn off with instead of watching something like Hunger. TNG is a perfect example of what to watch instead of Hunger. Um, but so they're like, can I just jump into it? And it's like you can. But I actually think one of the reasons I I'm getting a lot out of like TNG even is because I, I did the whole gamut. And uh, I, I won't say that like going through original series didn't have some dips, mm-hmm. like especially in, in episode quality, but also just in like my interest, like every time you hit like a bad episode, you're like, Ugh. and I was kind of like, do I, do I want to keep going? Do I want to push through this? Because it's such like an investment, but I'm glad I did because now that I'm in TNG, even some of the TNG episodes that are like, it's like, yeah, that wasn't that great. It's like, I'm still on board for the ride. I'm here. I'm here. So uh, TNG is wicked. I have finished season one, Jarrett, and I am on season two. And I thought last week when you were talking about that conspiracy, I thought you were talking about first season of DS9. So I was like, I was like, dude, I'm like fucking years away from that. Why would I be talking I, about DS9 in that much detail? Well, because we were talking about DS9, and then you're like, oh, well, you got Conspiracy. That's first season. And I thought you meant first season in DS9. Oh, and so I was no, like, no, no, that's no. why I was like, I got seven seasons of TNG before I even get to DS9. No. So uh, I, I, I'll say Conspiracy is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And it's like uh, it's the only episode that's like that. Because that episode had complaints, I think. Because it's just so violent. Oh, I was uh, amazed at the way the episode ends. The level of graphic <laughs> gore yeah. that came out. I was like, holy shit. Like, I was genuinely surprised. I was like, I've never seen that in Star Wars. Or Star Wars. Wow. Star Trek. Wow. 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 Real real simp over here. I, I've never <laughs> seen that in Star Trek. Well, that's the, that's the first time I've ever heard someone verbalize simp. Simp? Well, I mean, I, I see it on the internet all the time, so yeah, I thought I I'd know. throw it down. Does it slap? Uh, some things do slap, Jared. Some things do slap. Did you know that? So I, I saw this tweet once. I thought it was really funny. Someone was like, uh, I don't remember who it was, but they're like, the they're like the Our Father is the oldest song in the world, and it doesn't even remotely slap. And I was like, I get it, because I'm a good Catholic boy, and I think it's funny. Uh, anyways, conspiracy. Yeah, I was like, 
stunned at the amount of graphic uh, violence and gore at the end. Like a, a body explodes and you see the inside of it and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. I also like that it's a character that was like, 10 episodes before just like universally despised. Like you're watching the show and you're like, I hate this fucking guy. It's like, he's coming after Dexter Remick. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, he's coming after Picard. He's bullying Riker. It's like, what a piece of shit. And then like, I love that they brought him back to, uh, to be in this episode because I was like, Oh, so satisfying. Um, that the whole episode is wicked. Like the setup, uh, there's a, there's like, the scene when Picard first beams down to meet with the other captains and they won't tell him what it is. And he's just like up on the the platform and it's like red lights coming down. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this is some of the finest cinema I've seen in like weeks better than criterion movies. I think so. Uh, conspiracy is awesome. Awesome. You do get Worf. Uh, Worf gets into a couple fights in this one. Ooh. So uh, like I mentioned, because uh, uh, Oliver Granger tried to help me out. He was like, I'm trying to think of times when war fucks some people up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, it's all I want, man. But I'm also realizing. So I watched, uh, I think it was episode or it's the next one, though, season ender, the neutral zone one where, oh, um, yeah. which was actually I actually like that one, too. Uh, Worf, well, I think you you get some more Worf in that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's because that's not the first appearance of the Romulans in the next generation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the Romulans come back and uh, that's the way it ends. It's like, we're back. And then, uh, right. cause it's like the big thing they get, they get talked about a lot and you can tell Worf is just like seething and you're like, Ooh shit. That episode's kind of funny. Cause they find those like cryogenically frozen guys. And uh, the guy who just has like the complete like gall, he's like, I spent a lot of money. He's like, I'm gonna go talk to Picard. <laughs> and he's just like walking through the ship. You're like, what is going on here? Um, that one's pretty good. I will say though, that the episode that like totally surprised me and I'm going to stop looking at, um, I never read what the episodes were about, but I would look at like, uh, I just skimmed through the IMDb ratings to see like if there was like any that stood out because like if ever I'm going to watch one with Andrea, I was like, oh, I'll pick out a good one. But there was an episode that just has like a six star rating and I thought it was one of the best ones I've seen so far. It was, so it's called Skin of Evil. Oh, geez. What? That's only only got a six out of 10? It's got 6.9. What? So So it's really low. Compared to yeah. the other, what? I was just skimming. And I was like, 6. oh man, so See, I, I, I don't I, trust I, it at all now. Well, because I, I, uh, yeah, because I didn't want to talk about that episode because I was like, probably, yeah. I was pretty sure. I'm like, he probably has no idea that Tasha Yar is going to die. Yeah. Well, you, so last week you did say you're like, there's another one in there too that's really good, and I was like, I'll see what it is. But like, that's what I mean. I was skimming ratings. So it's like six point nine. I was like, it's probably just a regular episode. Uh, so like, you get the Tasha Yar stuff. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's pretty sick. But I loved the villain in that. Yeah. Episode. yeah that, it was like a real Stephen King, like oil monster, yeah, Ar- like coming out of the lake. Yeah, Armus is awesome. Ugh. Does he come back? No. You never see oh. Armus ever again. Oh, he was wicked. Um, no. Yeah, the way he looks. Does he know at the end? Oh, yeah, I think he does. But actually, that's a great practical effect, Jared. Yeah. Like when it's the like the bodied version coming out of the pit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't trust the IMDb ratings at all. I'm not even going to bother looking at them anymore. Um, like I, I remember 
because I think I looked to see where like the low point was. And I think in season two, there's an episode that's like three stars or something oh, like that. Yeah. Well, so it might, it might even be the last episode. Uh, it is because that yeah. is the episode that comes because there's the writer strike that happens. Mm-hmm. And so they have to like just like they just dump that episode out. It's like I think it's Jonathan Frakes. Oh, yeah. It's a Riker episode. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, that that episode is not so good. I I can't so, remember the title of it, but I think it is like universally the worst episode. I think of Next Generation, maybe, right. or or there's like the one episode that aired on my birthday. It's a Beverly Crusher episode. Oh, oh. so bad. I uh, Bev Crusher Crusher just left oh, uh, Enterprise, right? And uh, oh, I forgot to mention we have the introduction of one of my favorite actresses, Miss Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, has yeah. made her appearance on the show and i was like whoopee i like before i saw her it showed in the cr- credits as like introducing this or as like Whoopi goldberg and i was like oh man oh, i'm yeah. on board because i heard recently they're trying to get Whoopi to go on that picard show of course they are and i was like sounds good to me man so yeah. picard just sounds like tng extended where it's Sounds like there's a lot of TNG people in it, but then they got some favorites from other series, like that uh, Seven of Nine from um, whatever. I don't. I don't even know. It was Voyager that she was in. I don't know. Who knows? Well, you know, I'm just reading. I think I'm wrong on the thing about that last episode. I think. I think they might have run out of money, so it's a clip show. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I mean, I could see why that'd be. I would just. I'll I'll probably watch it. I was gonna say I would just skip it if it's a clip show, but I know I won't. I'll just watch it anyways. Uh, so whatever. But that's what I mean. I uh, there there was a lot of good ones. Uh, Conspiracy and Skin of Evil are the big highlights. And I I just wanted to say that I think these ratings are kind of bullshit because Skin of Evil was awesome. Yeah, and I was like, that seems particularly low. Yeah. I was like, that's not reflective of the episode at all. And I was like, now I can't trust any of these. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, yeah, did you also, uh, I, think, I think there was something about at the time, the the earworm stuff coming back from Wrath of Khan <laughs> in Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, There's a, they got those ones and that's kind of like the big the big reveal right? right where it's just like this is the thing that's going on but that episode is like it's it's tight man it's tight and like the tension is like ra- ramped right up and you got picard going around with his smooth confidence oh man how, how do you feel about miles o'brien uh that's a he hasn't come up a lot that's that oh. dude who sometimes it, like the teleporter right yeah and i think he's in more than just tng Yes. Or, or oh yeah. Team. Oh no. He's. You'll see way more of him as the show goes on, and then yeah. and then he's like super in DS Nine. Yeah. He uh he hasn't been on this. Uh, hasn't been featured very much. They show him in the teleporter room sometimes, but uh, that's about it. I'll say um, like I think Picard and Data are my favorites, just because it's like I know those are the obvious ones, but like Data's awesome. He's so funny, Jared. Does he have Spot? No. Oh. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to look into it. Good. Uh, but I, I do like Worf. He's a big, goofy bastard, and I think he's funny. Uh, Riker is good. Riker does this weird thing sometimes where, like, he kind of – so he kind of has a lazy eye, 
but I think sometimes he like he makes this really like playful face with it. Like he's always like who like a real cute face, and I'm always like, what are you doing, Riker? What is that? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about it or anything. I'm always just like, what's going on with Riker? Oh, an, an interesting point, Jared. While I'm here, there was an episode with Riker where he's in the hollow deck and he's talking to a jazz lady because it's like his thing he's like i want to go to jazz and uh i know you're a big fan of jazz riker i know oliver granger is a big fan of jazz riker uh, so jazz riker is pretty cool but what i started to think was i was like okay so they use the hollow deck for to do these things where like picard was in there to like relive this day that he wishes he had with an old girlfriend and i was just like this really reminds me of that, uh, what was it, Claire Denis, that Robert Pattinson in Space movie. I can't even remember what it's called now. But the one that's all about sperm and, like, right, like the, the Space Prison movie. Because I was like, man, I think when she made that movie, she had watched Star Trek and was like, you know what they would be using the holodeck for? High Life. High Life, exactly. I think she watched this and was like, you know what the holodeck would be for? And it'd be, like, these people living out, like, just wretched fantasies sexual fantasies jerry just horrible stuff because it's like do whatever you feel like it's the hollow deck just and then it would get hosed off when you leave and that's what that high life movie is about just about people in space having like weird simulated sex it's bizarre man it's bizarre oh fuck i just realized that um you've already watched the lore episode oh data lore yeah yeah that that episode is uh really good too so uh, you got data, you got lore, and I was like, hmm, I'm a little interested in this now. I did get one thing, like, I don't think it's a spoiler or anything, but I did see Brent Spiner is in the new Star Trek show. Um, was it Discovery that takes place a hundred years, or not a hundred, but before the original series as like a real person, as a doctor. So I was like, is he going to be, is he just a different guy or is he going to be the guy who makes data? I don't know. I don't know. I, I was surprised that like no one out like the Android thing isn't as accepted because everyone's like, oh, an Android. I was like, oh, you're not there yet that you have an Android. And, like, I know the thing is that it's weird that he's on Starfleet, but. Makes sense. They have so many other technical advancements. I'm just I'm surprised that they're surprised that they are surprised when they see data. It's how, Canadian. How about that Star Trek, though? Star Trek. All right. So here's my scoop. I am. 10 episodes into season two, which is 22 episodes. Um, I think this is where I left off last week, right? Was I, I just finished season one. Yep. Okay. So Star Trek, I'll, I'll hit you with some fast ones. First episode, the child where uh, Deanna Troy gets impregnated by an alien. A little weird, <laughs> <laughs> little weird Jarrett, but what are you going to do? Um, I thought it was fine. We get the new introduction of the new doctor who I got to tell you, I don't much care for Dr. Mm. Pulaski. Oh yeah. She's like, I don't know. Like they, she's more like bones, RJ. That's, that was the whole idea. Is that the idea? They like, they kind of make her shitty though. Cause in her first like two, three episodes, she really shits on data. She's like, Hey data. And he's like, no, it's data. And she's like, what does it matter? You're not a fucking person. You piece of shit. And then you're like, wow, this lady sucks. And like, I think it's, eventually she gets there where she does like data and it's like i guess that's character to growth and development but you don't really like her at, at the start anyways i don't know we'll see how she goes 
So uh, Child was weird. Uh, episode two, where silence has lease, they get enclosed by a um, like a quasar alien. That episode was pretty cool. Elementary, Dear Data, oh. which I know you're probably a big fan of. The debut of Moriarty? More, the debut, is he, does he come back? Oh, I've, I've said too much. Well, because, so there's already, already been a ton of, like, Sherlock Holmes, Arthur Conan Doyle stuff linked to Data because he's a big fan. And so this was, like, their play on that. And I was like, I get it. It's, like, hollow deck uh, stuff, and it's kind of like an original series when they'd go and, like, show up in a Wild West world. And it was just like, that's what the world was. Holodeck episodes, RJ. That's what they're called. Oh, I, I, Crave has a whole section. It's like 30 holodeck episodes oh, or something. Oh, it's like, that's like episodes to avoid. Well, I, I found it, uh, Oliver Granger messaged me and he was saying how, um, cause I was talking about how I think holodeck is like, would just be a crazy sex palace. Uh, but he was saying he's like, he found it hilarious that every time they go in the holodeck, it tries to kill them, but they still just use it all the time. And it's like, yeah, that's how it seems so far. Right. So uh, are you a big fan of uh, this uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, side story? Not particularly. I mean, I don't know. I have no fond memories of it. I guess when I was younger, I thought it was kind of no- neat novel. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's fine. Uh, it's got some cool ideas. Well, because season and, one's uh, got the Robin Hood episode, right? Nope. Oh shit! Haven't, haven't done that yet. Well, there's like well, that's like a whole thing. It's like a Robin Hood thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I think maybe, it's... maybe it trended well, or maybe they teased it. I guess you would know what I'm talking about. If they did. Yeah. Oh fuck! Uh... That's like not till later. Oh, that's like season four. Oof. I from my uh, my limited research, it seems like season four is uh, one of the better seasons. Well, it uh, also uh... it also has the episode Cupid. Stupid fucking Q. I'm not on board with Q yet. I know he's going to come back more. Fuck, it's not, it's not, is that even a holodeck episode? God it, Or is it a Q? See, that's the thing. Q like manipulates reality, right? So it's like he he, yeah. ju- he just is a holodeck. Shit. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought that was a holodeck episode in my mind, but no. You that, dumb piece of shit. Yeah, that is a, that's like one of the first episodes I think I ever watched too when they were airing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so like 91, yeah, that's when I would have been, uh, starting to watch. And I remember that episode just like, I don't know. Anyways, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> I, uh, how, how do you some... feel about Sherwood Forest? Well, I mean, it's funny you bring it up because I watched a movie today that had some Robin Hood, uh, archetypes brought oh, up into it. So you did. we'll watch that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I, I'm, I mean, in general, I'm having a great time with TNG. It's like I said before, it's, it's really nice to, uh, I just like I'll throw one on before I go to bed, and it's like, ah, yeah. You see Worf and the gang, and they're just all hanging out. <laughs> it's cool. it's great. Uh, so okay, I'm just giving you quick bits, and then yep. I'll talk about one episode I really liked. Uh, so then next up was the outrageous Okana, which featured a Han Solo character. Um, he was oh, like, oh yeah, picked, they picked him up, and he he like impregnated like two different women or something like that. And he was sexing up every single person on the ship. And he had like a ponytail, but he like, I, as soon as you see him, you're like, that's supposed to be Han Solo apparently. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. kind of, and, and a hairy mud as well. A little bit. Yeah. But like more, yeah. More, but uh, Han Soloed up. Yeah. A little, a little more sexed up. Uh, 
space style, I guess. But uh, we also start to get uh, the recurring appearance of uh, my girl, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. She is now like uh, ever present. She's, you know, that wholesome bartender who's just got awesome sagely advice for you. So uh, yeah. I'm completely on board with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Loud as a Whisper, where you had the the mediator, the guy who could like, he's world like intergalactic famous for solving uh disputes of races and stuff like that so he goes to this planet where like people are fighting uh, but he can't talk so he's deaf and he's sign languages but they don't know what sign language is I see. so uh classic star trek oh yeah st- shit you know uh schizoid man uh that's episode six a guy takes over data he knows the guy who created data i i didn't much care for it i i hate body swap type stuff i've mentioned that lots of times body swap brains brainwash or uh, doppelganger it's not my shit so whatever unnatural selection everyone gets really old the doctor gets really old yep. it's fine uh a matter of honor uh this is where Riker goes over to a klingon ship right. and then uh the enterprise takes on one of those like squidly guys who's like an overachiever and everyone hates him um this one was pretty good just because you get some good klingon stuff and uh you get some prime Riker, uh, and uh, Andrea, she came in the next episode, but she is soon. One time Riker stood up and she's like, "Holy shit!" She's like, "How tall is that guy?" I was like, "Riker's a pretty big dude. Yeah. He's got those shoulder pads in. He's he's a pretty imposing force, Jared. They're pretty almost, They're almost as big as your shoulder pads. Almost. Actually, it's funny you say that because she said I have similar hair to Riker, <laughs> which uh, I don't totally get. But uh, so next up was the one. The big one, which is apparently one of the bigger episodes, uh, The Measure of a Man, um, which I made Andrea watch with me. And it's the trial of Data because Starfleet wants to dismantle him uh, so that they can replicate Data's to have on each Starfleet ship. And uh, Picard has to he goes to trial and he has to kind of make a he has to prove that Data is a sentient being uh, and like is not property of Starfleet. Uh, so it was very good, very good episode. It's all about like what it is to be a human, Jarrett, and how like human beings actually kind of suck, and other things are more human than humans are. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, that episode was fantastic. Uh, so far, the best of season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, the next one I just watched was episode ten called "The Dolphin," and it's about like like people who come on the ship, but then they're actually like real hairy people. And they're like, Oh, we got to protect the queen. And it's fine. So whatever. That's where you're at. That's where I'm at. So I'm 10 in, uh, and there's 20, 22 in this season. So, uh, I should be to the end by, uh, next week, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, star Trek as good as ever. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying the Trek talk. I'm sure people absolutely love it. hate it. Oh, they love it. Love it. So, uh, whatever, whatever, you know. So, you want to hear about some Star Trek, baby? Yes, I do. How, I how, need... How's season two shaping up? Uh, it's so far so good. I watched, so last week I got up to episode 10, and then this uh, this week, slowed down, I watched only 11 to 16. Ooh. But there are some big highlights in there Jarrett. okay big so uh season two episode 11 contagion uh this one was actually really cool it was like um 
they kind of cross paths with some Romulan ships. And uh, I can't even, I'm, I'm almost blanking. I don't remember what happens, but I remember Picard is like on one ship and then the Romulan. Oh, it was like a, uh, it's like a super defense thing that shuts down both of their ships and is like killing them. Uh, it was pretty good, actually. I liked it. The Romulans have ridiculous clothes. It's like super shoulder pads, yep. and it's all like scaled. Yep. Uh, it's awesome. I think it's hilarious. Uh, but Contagion was actually pretty good. Uh, next, we had The Royal, which is a Casino Royale episode. Oh, yeah. Where Orf, Data, and Riker get stuck in Casino they, Royale. They can't leave. And they can't leave until uh, they buy the casino, but they right. have to figure that out. Um, I didn't, this episode is fine. It's whatever. But the really, I think the thing that stands out is before they were there, a NASA astronaut got stuck there and it was like aliens made it based on like a book he had called the Royale. Uh, and he, the astronaut writes in it before he dies. And he's like, he's like, I don't hold them at, he's like, I don't blame them for this. They didn't realize the hell that they have created for me living the same day for like 50 years or something. (laughs) And it gets really sad because you're like, Oh my God. Cause the the way he's talking about it, you're like, this guy lived a nightmare, Mm -hmm. but it's cool. Uh, okay. So that was episode 12, 13 times squared is uh, where a duplicate of Picard shows up and they find out he's from six hours in the future and something's going to happen that blows up the Enterprise. That was mm-hmm. a pretty good episode. Yep. I liked it. Your buddy, uh, is it Miles O'Bannon? O'Brien? O'Brien. He actually, O'Brien. he had some stuff. Yeah. He had some stuff to do in this one. Uh, he was kind of, he had some actual more minds than just like, huh? What? Huh? So uh, Times Squared, that was pretty good. I liked that one quite a bit. The Icarus Factor, uh, not very good. Riker, it was fine. Riker's dad comes, and they have like an American Gladiator-style fight. Um, And it was like, I don't know, man. You're you're watching it, and you're just like, nobody cares about Riker's dad. It was like, why are you doing this? Oh, I'm just pulling up the screenshots. (laughs) I I, I got some some pics. I'll send them to you. Yeah, I don't know if that ever appears again. Riker's dad? Oh, the Ambo Jitsu, the fictitious sport shown in the show involves fighting with staffs while blindfolded. Yeah, Ambo Jitsu. I'm I'm sending you some pics here because uh, yeah, I was gonna no, send it to you. Yeah, I, I, I think the only time it ever appears is uh, in that episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about Riker's dad. He was fine, but it was like I don't know. They uh, every I time, think they every like Star Trek family member thing is just terrible i think yeah they they like brought it up they're like well riker's got like a a chip on his shoulder because his dad was never there and it's like i feel like this has never been part of his character and it doesn't need to be because that's not what riker's about speaking of riker oliver granger sent me a video of riker sitting down oh have you seen that what were he he just mounts (laughs) with the leg leg over the why does he do that style points man Oliver Granger, he was, he was just like, that's how a man sits down. I was like, clearly, <laughs> he's got some something he's working with, Jared. Kahunas. Kahunas. Uh, so then I watched two more episodes. Uh, episode 15 was called Pen Pals, and that's where Data befriends like an alien girl in distress, and they have to go against the Prime Directive. Mm. I actually thought that episode was okay yeah. because like Data's um, – you, you love Data, and it's like this – I don't know. 
they're like trying to humanize him a little bit, but they did that earlier in that Measure of a Man episode. So uh, I didn't mind the episode. I thought it was all right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, in the episode before, I I forgot. Uh, they they do a um, bar mitzvah for Worf, where <laughs> Worf is like feeling weird, and uh, Wes is like, you know, this is where Klingons usually ascend through pain. So they have a ascension circle where he gets Worf gets tortured a little bit, and it's like he it's like his bar mitzvah, and I was like, that's cute. So, anyways, uh, pen pals, I actually thought was pretty good, and then Jarrett. Last night, late, I started it. I was going to watch like half and I was like, and then I was going to go to bed, but I ended up watching the whole episode. Season two, episode 16 titled Q Hugh. Do you know Q who? Oh, that's yeah. Okay. That, okay. I don't know the episode title. Sorry. Wait, uh, you cut out there. You said that's the episode. Oh, I, I know that. Okay. That's, that's the episode's title. Yeah. Q so- who yeah so q shows up and i gotta tell you i'm not i'm not sure how i feel about q yet right now he's just kind of a whiny little nerd who always shows up and you're just like get out of here q just causing problems for everyone but this is the one where he he's just like you guys think you're such hot shit oh he's like you think you're that episode hot fuck yeah let's see what happens when i put you in this deep corner of uh, of the galaxy the gamma quadrant that, i think that you've never been to and then guinan whoopi goldberg they she pops up and then you see q and her have an interaction and then he's like she's not who she says she is she is a pixie and you're just like oh shit you're like whoopi goldberg's like an old like fairy that's pretty sick so the q launches them away and then jared out in the corners of space this little cube this little square just approaches and uh, Whoopi Goldberg's like, yo, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. They're like, you have no idea what's coming. But Picard, he says, he's like, he's like, I know we should leave, but I'm interested. That's... And he stays. And you know what happens, Jarrett? What? The Borg. I know. Oh, my God. And, I, they, and I... they just start getting their shit fucked up. Oh, it's so good. Like, so I... I've seen the Borg. I know the Borg, but I've never actually watched episodes about the Borg. And I think they're, they're such a cool like character design and like the, the concept of them of this like hive mind consciousness of like computer. Ah, it's awesome. I see why they became so popular, but the Borg. So cool. Jared. So cool. What do you think about the Borg? Uh, I don't want to say too much. Oh yeah. Because okay, like okay, so one thing to keep in mind is mm-hmm. think keep put yourself into the mindset of like watching this in what nineteen eighty nine and huh? Star Trek has never done like long term storylines ever like and so this this sets up like oh well there's this threat that's coming mm-hmm. and then like not pay that off for like <laughs> like it's it's you don't see the Borg again for a while. And then, and, and when you, but when they do, it's like, uh, all, all time, like banger shit. I, I already thought their, their introduction is all time oh, banger. It's oh yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's all, it's very menacing. Uh, yep. no, it's, what's kind of weird is for, I don't know, I must've looked something up recently, but, uh, I've been getting recommendations on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, a clip of like the, the debut of the Borg popped up and I had just watched that and I was like, Fuck yeah! I remember like because 
when I was watching this as a kid, I kind of like was watching stuff in syndication and then new episodes would air and I was like backtracking being like, oh, is this like the first time that the Borg appeared? Mm-hmm. And like kind of put together that, um, the timeline of these things. And so, yeah, it, it, I didn't get like the, the nuance of it, but when you're watching, you're like, oh yeah, this, this is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. It is like they, they actually set it up. So it's really well done. Like where you have the kind of vagueness of Whoopi Goldberg and like not even intentional. They're like, what happened? She's like, I don't know what happened. I just know that they wiped out our entire race. And it's like, you should get the hell out of here. And they're like, all right, we're going to go look into things a little bit more. And she's like, don't, she's like, what are you dumb? Get out of here. And it's just everything around them. I think their design is super cool. Like, well, do you ever see them in the, this yeah. episode or you actually see a Borg? So the cube shows up yeah. and then what happens is one of the Borg soldiers beams into engineering and then uh, scans all the computers yeah. and then they kill him and then, uh, and then they beam oh. into the Borg cube. Who did, who do they beam? Data, Worf and Riker right. into the, uh, the Borg cube yeah. and um, Whoopi Goldberg again, she's like, you shouldn't go over there and. Picard's just like, we're, we're going to go get some intel. So you see the little uh, drawer with the babies. And they're like, well, they're mm. born organic. And then they get uh, turned into the hybrid. Right. Oh, yeah. Because like this is the thing. Because like, they have those shields that like they, yep. they're adapting and stuff like that. Mm. You know who directed this episode, too, is uh, Rob Bowman, who like directs like a whole bunch of uh, X-Files later. Oh, cool. Uh, and Reign of Fire. Remember Reign of Fire? I do, yeah. Hey, remember, remember Electra? Yep. Yep. Same guy. Rob Bowman. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's too bad he didn't have as much success in the, the movies, but as far as TV goes, uh, and, this episode well, was great. Come on. X-Files fight the, or is it, or the first <sighs> X-Files movie anyway? Oh, the movie. I thought you meant yeah, uh, fight, the, fight the future. Fight the future. Yeah. I was, it's funny you say that because watching these, uh, X-Files popped up in my mind again because I did my rip through of the X-Files just before we started the podcast. And I was kind of like this kind of watching some of these, TNGs. I was like, you know what? I feel like going watching some of those uh, all-time banger episodes of the X Files again, but it's been pulled from Netflix. It's not on there anymore. Ah, uh, it's too bad. It, it'll come back. At maybe. Well, actually, no, it won't because it's X. Uh, Fox owns it, mm-hmm. which means that Disney owns the X Files, and they probably won't put it on Disney Plus because it's rated it's, mature. It's too scary. Too scurry. Which is bogus, but yeah, the Borg are awesome. And then, like you said, the promise of it, where it's set up, it's just like Whoopi's just like now they know that you're here. Yeah. So it's like you don't know. It's like they're. I think they set it up where it's like they're seven thousand light years away. Where mm-hmm. they they explain they're like at maximum warp, it would take two and a half years to yep. come back. It's so true. if that's when they come back in the show, oh, oh, what do you think, buddy? What do you think's gonna I happen? Mean, as much as I want to see them pop up before then, it's like that's some pretty expertly crafted TV. To well, I mean, for, for the time, for the time, it definitely was. Mm-hmm. Super cool. So, uh, Borg are awesome. Nope. So, uh, I watched Butt Boy, and then I, I continued on my journey with uh, our friends on the SS Enterprise, Jared. Do you want to hear about that a little bit? Uh, absolutely. Okay, so I did the unthinkable, and I started taking notes. Oh, no. Because uh, I'm trying to backtrack here. You're, you're, you are a nerd now. <laughs> well, yes. But uh, because of you, Jared, you made me this way. Mm-hmm. So last week we ended on uh, 2.16. Do you think that like on episode one of the Criterion Increase podcast, you would find yourself 
writing notes while watching Star Trek Next Generation four years after the fact? I believe that when you hear my notes, you will probably say, yes, that is believable. Okay. Uh, okay, so last week, and no, I, I mean, it's like I said, I've always had vague interest in Star Trek. I just never did it. Um, so last week we talked about 2.16, which was the, uh, the Borg, uh, Q who, uh, which was a, uh, big, big time Star Trek boy ride. So now we're on uh 217, uh, Samaritan snare, Samaritan snare. That sounds right. Here are my notes. Uh, Fat eyebrow men, Wesley slash Picard road trip, uh, Cronenberg medical gowns, three out of five stars. <laughs> uh, so in this one, there are these like really fat, like uh, bald guys that are like really dumb. They're like, oh, our spaceship don't work. Uh, and they trick uh, Jordy LaForge to beam right, over to yep. fix their ship. And then they try to kidnap him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Picard isn't there because he needs to get a heart surgery. Oh, fuck. so uh, that's all that that's all the same episode. It's uh, oh my god, some of these episodes are fucking packed, dude. Uh, so Picard and Wesley uh fly to this like planet where he can get the surgery done, even though Dr. Pulaski is like an expert in this in the kind of like heart surgery. So th- he goes to get the surgery, and then eventually the doctors are like, We can't do it. And then they call Pulaski in anyways. Uh, but the big takeaway was the the actual Dead Ringers Cronenberg gowns that they're all wearing. Because they're just wearing Dead Ringers gowns. And like the whole operating room is red. So I was like, that's weird. It's not what I was expecting. You know what I mean, Jer? Huh? Anyways, I, uh, I'm rating these out of five. But uh, three, three means I liked it. It was good. Uh, two means I didn't like – or two means it's fine. And then anything oh, higher no. – Maybe two, it'll be out two, of four. Two is a fine? Two is fine. Uh, let's say out of four, Jared. Okay. Out of four. Like so Ebert. three means, yeah, like like Ebert. Three means it's good, but it wasn't great. Two means it's okay, but whatever. And one means it was real bad. Uh, so 2.18, up the long ladder. Uh, here are my notes, and then I'll let's see if you can guess what this episode is about. Uh, Worf is sick. Tea ceremony. Farmers and horny Riker drunk irish space clones question mark and then abortion <laughs> rights question mark what? three out of four <laughs> do you have any idea that's what all that's... I, that's all i need to know that's all that's it yeah okay cool uh so this is where i believe we get uh each episode is starting to have little snips of wharf uh that like don't have any resolution or anything. It's just like you're, you're seeing little snippets of who Worf is. Yeah. So it's starting to come through world building, world building. Okay. Uh, two nineteen manhunt. Uh, I put in quotations, what a handsome race. Uh, that's Worf talking about fishmen. And then I put Picard seduction, space fish, hollow deck murder again, uh, three out of four. Do you want any more info no, on that? No, I, I don't. I, also, I just want these. <laughs> these? Okay, uh, 220, the emissary. I just put Klingons, three out of four. Nice. Uh, 221, uh, which is called Peak Performance. Uh, Worf builds a model ship. Stratego <laughs> War Games, three out of four. <laughs> uh... And then... Uh, then 
222, which is the last episode of the oh, season, fuck. Uh, Shades of Grey, yeah. I put Horny Riker Clip Show. Yeah. Uh, because it's a clip show, but all it is is it's just Riker's memories, and most of the memories are him boning chicks, <laughs> which is weird, but whatever. Uh, okay, and then I watched one episode of season three. Whoa, 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 is... whoa, whoa. What? What's your star rating? Oh, for the clip show? Yeah. One. Nice. <laughs> it's it's worthless, dude. It's, it's, like, it's, it's the worst episode of the series. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's I, the lowest pretty, pretty, Yeah. It's, uh, it's not good because, like, it, um... Like, they have the setup for the clip show. Uh, clip show, like, Riker gets put down, and they're like, we have to stimulate his brain. And it's like, that's whatever. But it's... It's weird that the clips are only about Riker because it's a clip show of the show, but only his his memories. And it's only him trying to, like, flirt with women. So you're kind of – yeah, it's not good. Uh, and then I just have one more uh, first episode of season three, 3.1, uh, called Evolution. I wrote Nanites, Wes sucks, and he has a quaff, two out of four. <laughs> So uh, that's uh, those are my tales of intrigue from uh, the Star Trek world wow. uh, this week. Cool. I, I'm liking my new format. It's very succinct. Uh, it is succinct. So I'm uh, I'm backlogging. I think I can catch uh, go back and do all first season of Star Trek uh, TNG. I don't know if I can get original series. That might be too far from my mind now to do it justice. But maybe I'll make a, a top five of. Well, maybe there needs series. to be a a blog. I think if you, if you if you if you want to get really dorky, you could have uh, RJ Watches, and that's your name of your blog. So it's like rjwatches.blogspot.com, and then you just like every every time you watch an episode, you just log your review with like an accompanying image, and you just say your your notes, and then you get your star rating. I think that would be. And you can pick up a season three. And, I mean, and, and I, you can and you can backdate. I think this my format would be perfect for uh, Twitter. More than anything else, but oh, uh, I mean, no one uses Twitter. It's all about Blogspot. It's all about Blogspot.com. That's, that's where all that yeah, Google Google's behind that bad boy. You know they they I, bought it like you know in two thousand eight. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think I mean you look at the numbers. You gotta get mm-hmm. on get on the Tumblr. Oh well, I mean only prestige things are on Tumblr. Yeah. I mean I could take over the Creeps Facebook like I took over the Creeps podcast with talks of Star Trek. Yeah. Or you know anything else but uh that's currently where i'm at and uh, those are my notes just so you know i know now you know now and uh, i'm glad i i started now and not when it was too late that's good you figured it out i i'm getting there bud i can't i can't wait to get to ds9 because then we can like i have my old notes for ds9 well so when i hit ds9 are you gonna watch along I, I I would I would probably not be rewatching. I would wait till you catch up to where I left off, which was season yeah. five. And then would you start watching Voyager and stuff after that oh, too? No, no way, man. <laughs> oh hey, did you hear I, that? I, they... I, 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 that show sucks. I hate it. Okay, I hate it. That's fine. I I'm gonna I'll go to the distance. But uh, we never talked that uh, new one they have right now, Star Trek Discovery. They have a spinoff now. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah, featuring Captain Pike. Yeah. I was actually surprised that uh, Rebecca Remain, not Stamos anymore, but Re- Rebecca Remain was in that. I was like, shit, she's in Star Trek now? It's like, I didn't know that. She's uh, number one? Yeah, she's number one, and it, uh, that show's going to f- have Pike and uh, young, bearded, horny sc- uh, Spock. Yeah. Everybody's horny now. 
That's that's what sells horniness. That's the Star Trek way. Yeah, horny Spock. So, anyways, that's a uh, Star Trek for me this week. Uh, hey RJ. What? What you been creeping on this week? What do you want to hear about, Jer? Star Trek. All right, let me hit you with some Star Trek, and then I'll talk to you about some bad horror movies. Okay. Uh, okay, where did I went? end off last week I, I don't know i think it was first episode of season three i should make a little note to myself where i ended off yeah um one thing i forgot to mention was uh for season three thank god they have separated the sweater from the pants in the uniform because seasons one and two they were onesies yeah and man they are unflattering at times <laughs> like uh <laughs> like so, sometimes sometimes i don't want to like i don't want to like judge people on their appearances but sometimes some of the dudes are walking around and you can it leaves little to the imagination <laughs> when it's like a formed fitting like onesie yeah so it's separated now and i like i was like oh finally fuck okay so season three episode two so my new thing here is i just had my my crib notes uh, so you can tell me if you ever want me to elaborate on anything. Okay. Uh, 3.2, uh, stubborn peasants, Picard diplomacy, women are horny for data, two out of four stars. That sounds bad. Yeah. So, and it's like I said, three out of four is, it was really good. I liked it. Four out of four is like, that's the Borg level. Uh, two <laughs> out of four is, it was fought, like it was entertaining enough, but it wasn't great. And then, uh, I don't, I don't drop a lot of ones. So, but, so there's no zero though. No, if there was, it would have been that clip show episode. Right. That one was pretty worthless. Okay, uh, 3.3. An old perv won't let his wife die. Two out of four stars. <laughs> Is that why it's two out of four? No, it was just like, I mean, it was an okay episode, but like, and that's what, like, two, two sounds bad, but like, two actually, I still, I actually like all the episodes. So two just means it wasn't like great or anything like that. It was just whatever. But no, it wasn't because an old pervert wouldn't let his wife die. It's just that's what the episode was. About. Okay. Uh, three point four, caveman Romulans praise the Lord. Three out of four stars. <laughs> and that actually had a uh, guest appearance uh, from Twin Peaks alum, Mister uh, Mister Palmer himself. Oh yeah, as a pe- uh, caveman Romulan shooting bows and arrows and oh, stuff. It was really really wise, yeah. eh? Yep, he was there. I, I wanted to get a, a screenshot, but I can't screenshot on Crave either. So I just take pictures on my phone. It looks kind of goofy, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, Ray Weiss was there, or Ray Wise was there, and they're praising Picard. Not bad, not bad. A little episode. It was highly religious, Jarrett, which I know you're a big fan of, and well, questioning. I'm a very spiritual person. I know you are. I know deeply. How's this for spiritual stuff? Uh, Three point five. Space ghosts gaslight the Enterprise to abduct a kid slash wharf files for adoption. Three out of four stars. <laughs> Fuck. Do you want any more info or just leave it at that? <laughs> just leave it at that. Kate, 3.6. Uh, things are tense. Jordy dates the computer. Three out of four stars. Okay. 3.7. Things are tense. Jordy falls in a hole. <laughs> Romulans, three out of four stars. <laughs> what you're saying is they're all good. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it, man. I actually I like uh, TNG quite a bit. It's fun. It's fun, man. It's fun. Three three's a good ep- three's a good solid episode. It's got enough of the good stuff in there. 
Uh, okay, this one, this one's a mouthful, Jared. And there's two separate ratings almost. 3.8. Uh, Dina Troy is horny for D- Boyd D- Braun. Did you say Dina Troy? Deanna Troy. Thank you. Deanna Troy is horny for Void Braun. Yes, that's the Seinfeld character. He bullies her into sex and then shows a PowerPoint. That is one out of four. However, the rest of the episode also features Ferengi wormholes. Ferengi. Ferengi wormholes, bodysuit yoga in the mirror room. And the rest of that is like uh, the Ferengi stuff is like. Beverly, Indiana? Yeah, they're doing like Fuck that yeah, uh, yeah. John Travolta like in the mirror stuff. Yep. So that that's this is like a weird episode, man. So Lloyd Braun comes in. He's also an like a empath and like can read minds and shit. And uh, he bullies her into sex. And then he shows a PowerPoint. And then the Ferengi are there and they're killing people. And then they go through wormholes. And then uh, yeah, Bev Crusher and uh, Deanna Troy they go do yoga in front of the mirrors. This this episode is packed, dude. It's packed. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, some screenshots of the episode, The Price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you gotta get some, you gotta get some titles in here. No, I want more content. And there's some weird alien heads going on, like well, very, follow- like they're very butt like. I'll follow up uh, anything uh, on any of these oh, episodes. Some of these aliens want. are fucking weird. Oh yeah, there's the stretches. The oh, in the mirrors. That's what you were looking for, huh? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like oh, there's Deanna Troy swept off her feet literally. Oh, oh, come on, RJ. What? How do you bury the lead like this? I gotta send. You gotta, you, why isn't this on the Instagram? Hmm? Hmm? I'm not. I haven't put any Star Trek stuff on Instagram. Why? Because I can't take screenshots, and it's just on my cell phone. Oh, it's gonna look like shit. God damn it! Now, like, see, it's almost like the internet wants us to not steal images rapidly. What could you not? Save it, screenshot it either. <laughs> well, it's just like new format. Uh, you used to be able to just grab an image right off of uh, uh, Google, you know, mm-hmm. and just drag it onto your desktop and you have it. Now you have to like right click and save. Mm-hmm. It's a pile of horse shit if man. you ask me. Man, there's a lot of uh, images going on here. It's a packed episode, dude. So, like, the episode itself is, is pretty good, but I found all the romance stuff with uh, Deanna Troy was uh, a little... I don't know. This is another episode really quickly after this. She gets played by a guy again. And it's just like, man, it's like, I know her role is the empath and she like cares for people and stuff like that. And it's like, but you're too trusting, Deanna Troy. People are just going to keep taking advantage of you. Girl. Girl. So it's like, you got to stand up for yourself and not let these guys bully you into uh, getting naked. That's what I think. Damn. Bro, were you going to send me a picture? I was trying to, but then it like... It failed. Like, well, every, like think, everything in my life. Don't say it failed. Just say that you failed. I think that's what you're really trying oh, to say. Dog. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? I'm trying to send this. I'm trying to. Silly. Go on. Silly. Uh, yeah, so that's a big episode. There. So you wanted me to put that on uh, Instagram? Well, I was trying to find, like, there was a better version of it with their arms, like, attached, like, touching and then oh. pulling I feel and like... pulling. I'd maybe get Pushing. arrested if I put that on Instagram. Yeah, it might. Yeah. But, so then, we'll, then we'll finally fulfill uh, the prophecy. Yeah, it'll actually come to fruition. Uh, yeah, that, so that mirror stuff was kind of, I was just like, it reminded me of that music video that Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, John Travolta are in. You know where they're like moving and like sweating and stuff? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. So anyways, that's a packed episode. Uh, 
3.9, Upper Crust versus Heathens negotiations plus old people, two out of four stars. Ooh. So not much to offer there. Uh, 3.10, Romulans gonna Romula, three out of four stars. So you get set up when Jordy falls in that hole three, four episodes before you get set up with some Romulan stuff. And then uh, the Romulans set a trap for the Enterprise. But, uh, you know, it's just Romulans, Jarrett. You know what I mean? Romulans going to Rom. They're going to Rom. Uh, 3.11, James Cromwell. Uh, Troy gets conned again. Worf fights a dude. Uh, Picard <laughs> lets a bunch of people die. Uh, two out of four stars. Beautiful. Uh, where we got two more, um, 3.12 police state versus the terrorists, uh, two out of four. Oh, actually, I think that's the one where, um, Picard lets all the people die. I think I watched it at nighttime and made my notes in the morning. Okay. My bad, dude. Okay. And the last one, 3.13, uh, human Q fall inside of the moon. Uh, also Worf and Riker with the babes. Also, Wakanda Forever, three out of uh, four stars. Oh. So this one, uh, Q gets dropped in. Uh, I know you like Q, so I'll uh, mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit more. Uh, he is human now. He has no powers, so he's learning how to be a human. He, his back hurts. He's hungry. Data's showing him around. Uh, and then it's like it's like a moral thing whether he's going to help them or not and he's going to see if uh he can be let back into the uh continuum or whatever they're called yes the q the q continuum um, yeah yeah and then uh, at the end uh, there's a mariachi band and uh q makes a bunch of uh bikini babes show up with a uh, riker and uh wharf and they have a little party hell yeah and I think uh, Riker says, I don't need your women. And everyone went, oh, because they know Riker's always after the ladies. Right. And sitting in chairs. Sitting in chairs in weird, strange ways. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a big guy. Hey, how, a... how tall is he? Oh, yeah. I think he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I should have asked him when I the saw freaks. him in that hotel. Hey. Yeah. She said, hey, Riker, how big are you? Say, hey, Jordy, remember when you fell in that hole, you idiot? <laughs> You'd be like, huh? So what? He is, oh, come on. Are you <sighs> copyright protected or what? Yeah, basically, my life. So we don't we don't know how tall Riker is. Well, we according don't know to this, so on IMDb, they say he's 1.91 meters. And in oh. feet, that's only like six and a quarter? That can't be right. That, he's way over six foot. He's taller than, he's got to be taller than me. Yeah. He's taller than everyone on the ship. No. Except for maybe Worf, but like two inches of Worf is he- Worf's head is prosthetics. Ooh, two inches of Worf's too much for me. Oh, oh, I know who's going to jail first. <laughs> Consider us canceled, bud. Th- thirsting. Hashtag thirsting, RJ. Ugh, gross. So we can't get a read on Riker's height. We can't figure out what the Max von Sydow's wingspan is. Like, what, what can we do? I don't know. You know, what can we do, Jerry? Well, now you now you you've just gone ahead and killed Jonathan Frakes. Thanks, RJ. Because I because I brought him up. Because you talked about Max von Sydow. 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 Well, I mean, we didn't we didn't work towards uh, Fred Willard, but that happened. So maybe Damn. maybe there's something else at play here. Damn. Damn. So that's uh, all the trekking I did this week. Woo. But I did watch a couple actual movies. So you're gonna you're gonna. Uh, or to get past Oliver. 
Well, he's he's done TNG though. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's done TNG and then uh he can't watch the TNG movies until I think I think he sent me the correct order. It's like you got to watch DS9 and Voyager before the TNG movies. I see. Cuz DS9 started when uh, TNG was still on. And yep. then Voyager started when DS9 was still on and then the movies came after all that. Uh so I think I think he's in DS9 or he cuz he just finished TNG so he might maybe he's taking a break for a little while. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You you you're probably going to pass him. I yeah, I think if uh if things remain the same and uh there's still like nowhere to go in the next couple months, then I probably will pass him. And that's his bad. What do you what do you want to do, Jerry? You're the you're the boss here. I'm the What's boss. Up? RJ, did you watch any movies this week? Not a one, but I did watch some Star Trek. Oh, okay. Well, you, yeah, you you talk, you do your capsules, and then we'll throw it to Ryan. How about that? All right, Ryan. I I know you just uh, we just talked about Star Trek, but uh, get ready, buddy, because uh, you're you're going in for a wild ride here. Because <laughs> uh, if if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, I've been hammering out these Star Treks, and uh, yeah, I I didn't get any movies this week. But to be fair, I think we had eight hours of Mabuse movies. <laughs> So I think I did okay. So I'll, I'll, in the typical fashion that I'm doing now, I'll give you my bullet, my crib notes, Jarrett. And if you want me to elaborate on that at any point, you let me know. Sounds good. So uh, where we left off last week, I am on season three, episode uh, 14. So 314. Uh, Here's my review. Uh, Riker's insatiable lust on trial. Two out of four stars. <laughs> oh shit! So, would you say like what's your enjoyment levels of Riker episodes so far? It seems like it's on the downside. No, no, I'm not. I I don't dislike Riker. I I like Riker, but sometimes Riker gives me weird vibes where I'm kind of just like, what's up with Riker? What's he <laughs> What's he doing here? You know what I mean? I think definitely season one Riker is way different than I think how season two and three he's been a little bit more fleshed out. He's a huge horn dog. Like, dude is horny as hell, and uh, that's definitely coming up. But uh, this episode is funny because it's like someone sets him up, and the the whole point is just like he is so horny and so insatiable that he will kill a man just to just to get at some get at a piece, wow. as they put it. As they as they so, put uh, it, is that like as a, they is, is that dialogue from that episode? It might be. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, uh, this episode features uh, what's his name from. Uh, uh breaking bad the rival cartel leader uh not gus fring but the other one with the belt hector salamanco he's uh he's in this one and uh, that's where his insatiable lust comes in play i see but no yeah i i like Riker. i like Riker. uh there's no one that i no one on the ship that i outright don't like except uh i mean i think i said before deanna troy bothers me because she like she just falls for people's stories too much and it's like you gotta you gotta stand up for yourself girl anyways uh 315 uh shooter mcgavin on the (laughs) enterprise warship c uh three out of four stars and then there's also a quote from guinan Whoopi goldberg she uh so this is the episode just i gotta give you a little context this is the one where the enterprise c comes from the past into the future and uh, they're just like a doomed ship and then it flips the time and uh, Tasha Yar is alive again. And so Guinan, as a pixie, she she's just like, nah, something's off here. And she's talking to Tasha Yar. 
and uh, Sidney Crosby, or not Sidney Crosby, what, Denise, Denise Crosby. Crosby. Yeah, Sidney Crosby is a hockey player, Jarrett. A hockey player. So uh, Tashiar, uh, Denise Crosby, she's like, I feel weird here, Guinan. And she's like, well, yeah, you know, you're going to die. And your death is going to be without purpose. And that's it. And it was just like, fuck, Guinan. It was like hitting them with the hard facts. Like, it's like, I know you had to tell her that she was going to die, but it was like, you could have did it a little more gently, you know? Anyways, that's a good episode. Three out of four stars, Jarrett. Wow. Moving on. Uh, three sixteen, Data builds an androgynous co- yeah. uh, child that commits suicide. Three out of four stars. D- does anyone get their ass whooped? Uh, they try. She doesn't like fight anyone, but she's definitely an androgynous. And the uh, Enterprise tries to steal her, and then she the just Enterprise out. She, or the Starfleet. There you go. Federation. The police the, state. The yeah. feds. The feds. They try to steal her, and uh, she opts out for suicide instead. Because she says, your life is too hard. Wow. I'm out of here. And you go, whoa. Uh, 317, Worf's brother, Tony Todd, goes to Washington. Three out of four stars. Cool. Heavy Klingons. Uh, 318, Doppelgangers, one star. Oh, one oh shit. I hate doppelganger stories so much. I, I don't know if Ryan, this isn't even Star Trek stuff, but things I hate more than anything are, there's three things. Doppelgangers, mind swap, and mind control. I think it is the laziest fucking storytelling <laughs> because it's just like this cheap way to create conflict. It's like a person's not acting the way they would, and it's like that's strange. So the for flying's in for a ride later today. <laughs> uh yeah, I uh, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth because later it's not as much of an. The mind control thing isn't as much, but I really hate doppelganger stories because it's just like, come on. It's like, it, it, this is <laughs> the only way that stuff. you could, yeah, like create tension or drama. Like, stupid. Stupid, Jarrett. So in that episode, Picard gets kidnapped and they replace him with a doppelganger and you're just like, nobody cares. Because they don't, like, the one thing I will give the Star Trek credit for is none, no one on the Enterprise believes that it's actually him. So I was like, that's that's better, but still. Uh, I got two more for you, Jared, and then I'm done. Only you didn't get there. Well, we had eight hours of Mabuse. I know. Okay. And actually, I thought season three was uh, short, but it's actually 26 episodes. Really? So I got to 20. Uh, Yeah, but season three is 26 episodes, which is nuts. Okay, so 319. uh, Riker sends Picard to planet Speedo for some (laughs) Vaj. (laughs) <laughs> there's a character named Vaj. Yeah. She's in a bikini. Yeah. Uh, Ferengi incels cause a scene <laughs> two out of four stars. I think I remember that. Picard goes to the pleasure pa- planet. Yeah. Uh, and Riker sets them up so that babes are constantly off. Babes and dudes are constantly offering like their sexual appendages to him. And he's like, why is everyone trying to like get down on me? And they're like, well, it's because of this. And he's like, Riker, you horny son of a bitch. And then uh, a Ferengi is really mad that uh, a woman isn't having sex with him. So he gets really, he, he causes a scene. Oh, right. What's the name of the planet? It's like Ryza. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah. And it's introduced. You get this character named Vaj, uh, which apparently she is in DS9 also. Mm, I vaguely remember something like that. 
it could be one episode of TNG and one episode of DS9. I don't know. Is she like a? But, she's like an. Uh, oh, okay. Is she like she's a, like Indiana Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she's an archaeologist. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She finds this thing, and then like, yeah, and then future aliens come to steal it, and Picard's like, "I'm just trying to hang out." You see him in a speedo a little bit. Everyone's in speedos. Uh, it's pretty wild, dude. Pretty mm, wild. Pretty pretty crazy. Here's my last one for you. Three twenty. Alien Space Egg hates Romulans. Two out of four stars. Oh. So uh, there were some good ones in there, uh, for sure. There were some not good ones, but uh, yeah, the sex planet with Riker. He's insatiable, dude. <laughs> Absolutely insatiable. So uh, that's it for me. <laughs> that was your viewing? Yep. That was one thing I watched, and then I got into some TNG, baby. Oh. So I, uh, I I had a weird day today where uh, like our furnace was like leaking and I punctured what? like my finger like my finger is still bleeding I punctured oh. it at 10 a.m. today what? it's like so I I could only describe it as like a mini M and M was taken out of my finger so the only reason I'm prefacing with that is uh, I got some TNG reviews and I'm gonna throw down a bunch of one stars because I'm fired up today baby uh oh yeah our fur- well it's like the AC is connected to our furnace and it was like condensation or some bullshit and I was like but yeah I got this huge chunk on my finger dude it's fucked it's <laughs> fucked so anyways there were some of these episodes that like were twos before and then I, I pulled this up just to look before I started and I was like nah 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 Fuck it. One star all over the place. So you ready for this shit, Jerry? Yeah, I'm ready. I, I got quite a bit, so this will be a uh this will be a, a flyby. Three point two one. Uh Barkley uses the holodeck to sex Troy three out of four stars. Wow. So this is uh your buddy Barkley. Yeah, uh, and I, I told I, you about that Barkley. I warned you. Yeah, you're like, hey, have you seen Barkley yet? And I was like, who? And I was like, Barkley? I was like, I've never seen this fucking guy. And I actually thought the Barkley episode was really good because it is like he's just the the everyman and he's just there. And it, it's a good example of how I think the hollow deck would be used for freaky sex things. Of because course. that's what he's without for. question. Which is that as I've said many times, that Claire Denis movie. So three point two one Barkley, pretty good stuff. Three point two two. The collector the DC Comics villain, I believe. Right. Or is that... Yeah, the Collector kidnaps Marvel. Data. Okay, Collector is Marvel. That's Benicio Del Toro. I was thinking of Toy Man for some reason because this guy's kind of Toy Man, but he is more a Collector than he is Toy Man. Okay. So this guy kidnaps Data. Three out of four stars, sure. Wow. That episode's not bad. This guy, like, kidnaps Data and he, he just wants him to be part of his collection and Data won't do it. And then the guy gets... He's real mean, and he kills people. And you're just like, oh, shit. What a jerk. What a jerk. 3.23, Big Vulcans Cry 2. Two out of four stars. Yeah. It was, that's, the, uh, was it the crying? Uh, well, that's where, like, Sarek comes, and uh, he's, like, getting basically Vulcan dementia, where they begin to have feelings, and he starts to cry a lot. Oh. And you're like, huh. Weird. Uh Three point two four, Ferengi incels thirst for Madame Troy. One out of four stars. Oh shit, that bad, huh? So, yeah, that's a. It's Deanna Troy and her mom, and they get kidnapped oh, by Ferengi. Luxwana tr- episodes, the worst. <sighs> Has she shown up before? Oh yeah, this is like her third okay. or fourth episode. Oh fuck, that many. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is end of season three, and I, I'd say this is probably her fourth episode. God damn it. Yeah, she's always... Oh, like, I mean, some of the episodes where she's in, she's not really in the forefront, so it's like, whatever. Uh, but this one, it's just about, like, the Ferengis are really into her, and you're like, all right, yeah, yeah. whatever. That's kind of like, I think, a, a rule about these Lexwan episodes. You, like, you, just, you skip over those ones. Mm. I won't do that, but uh, yeah, it's definitely. No. But now that you've watched good. it, if you ever, if you ever rewatch this, oh, I would, yeah, would skip it yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, that's what my guide is for. Three point two five. It starts with a quote from my man Worf. Uh, here's his quote, Jared: "Words come later. It is the scent first that speaks of love." And I went, "God damn, Worf, you getting <laughs> freaky, dude." Uh, the rest of the episode. It's Bev's, Bev Crusher's turn to be conned by a guy. Yellow morph suit god, one out of four stars. Oh, crap. It's almost like they were saving the best for last. Almost. 3.26, the motherfucking Borg, four out of four stars. That's that's that episode's title, the motherfucking Borg, part the one. motherfucking Borg, part one. My god. Yeah, I mean, you you built it up before the return of the Borg, and I gotta say, like, I give them credit; they did show patience, uh, and they're like, they said the big, ba- the, the big, the Borg. They said the Borg was gonna <laughs> be two Borg, years away. Borg nine, Borg nine, seven of Bo- seven of Borg nine. Man, where's does that, that uh, exist in the where's, world? Where's that face app? That's what I'm gonna get commissioned from comic artists uh, when cons reopen. Aaron, Aaron Could- Lang. <laughs> Does he have an Ernest Borgnine as a Borg? He better. If, or maybe he doesn't. Seven of Borgnine. Do the mashup. I'll, it's like an amalgam I'll, comic. I'll commission that. I'll commission that. No. Ten, ten bucks. Uh, wow. F- ten. Wow. Wow, ten RJ. Bucks. You're so generous. Hey, I I will give him exposure <laughs> wow. on the podcast. Wow. Okay. So I, there's this really good little... Um, image someone made of like PayPal options. Like it's like, how would you yeah. like to pay PayPal? And then there's one where it's just like a, a little smiley face with the sunglasses and it's just exposure. Exposure. Well, I mean, we're a globally recognized podcaster. Globally. Yeah, we are global. Get the, we're get, in, get that big, get the big brand out. Global, global. Uh, so anyways, uh, 4.1 is Borgen also four point, uh, four out of four stars, but yeah, they, these Borg episodes, my God, Jerry. My God. They are so good. It hits so good. Acutus? Damn. That dude is spooky as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then they save him. Yeah, you do get a good shot of uh, Patrick Stewart in a Speedo, which I sent to right. uh, some some people I know. Oh, if, I see. Uh, if, well, if anyone signed up for our OnlyFans, you can get uh, that exclusive After Dark content. Of, Don't make promises you can't keep, RJ. I hey, if someone wants me to send them a picture of Sir Patrick Stewart and a Borg Speedo, I'll I'll send it to him, hundred percent. Just let me know. Okay, Just let me know. Uh, so I got a few more, so I'll rip through these for you. Okay, Jer. Uh, Four point two: the Picard Vineyard, Worf's parents, and Jack Crusher. Oh no! But three out of four stars because Jack Crusher is only in it for a minute. The, the, the most of the episode is just Picard on his uh, he after the Borg encounter he uh, he goes back to France to the vineyard and he just hangs out. Yeah. Uh, four point three teens. Am I right? One out of four stars. 
<laughs> so they encounter like I don't know. It's this race or is they it's like a ship with teenagers and then like Picard like adopts one of them and he's just like a real shit ass like a uh, teen and you're just like get out of here. Oh, actually, I missed one. That's four point four. Four point four point three is um a data lore episode. Oh, which was pretty good actually. That's yeah. A t- that's like a three out of four. They actually Shit. they meet Doctor Soon. Oh, see, uh, uh, see, I didn't want to talk about that. I, I, I try yeah. to avoid that because I was like, "Hey, you you like that lore, huh?" I uh, yeah, I just I just uh, I love I that. Just oh, realized I, I love that episode when I was a kid. The lore, yeah. The the other or the second lore episode, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's good. It's Brent Spiner, really. Uh, you know, he's doing a triple header. Uh yeah I know well I mean they you can see if you got a keen eye Jarrett you can see where Star Trek stunt doubles come into play in this episode there's <laughs> I, a I few can bet there's some uh, some lots of shots of people with wigs on and the back yep. of their heads <laughs> well the one most ridiculous thing like this episode's actually pretty good for it it's like not the worst but like some of the normal stunt work where stunt doubles come in it'll be like a stunt man for Riker and the only, the, the whole stunt is he pushes another guy. And it's like, you couldn't have done that. Jonathan Frakes. Oh man. I'm just looking ahead a little bit of what you got looking forward to. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, I have like two, two more for you. Okay. Yep. So, uh, 4.4 4 was teens. Am I right? That episode sucks. Uh, 4.5. Holy shit. Is that Wilfred Brimley? Question mark. And then eventually, I I think I figured out. I didn't look it up, but I was like, no, I don't think that is Wilfred Brimley. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, and then Bev becomes a space ghost. One out of four stars, Jared. I don't play with that shit. Say that again. I said Bev Crusher becomes a space ghost. One out of four stars. Because oh, I don't man. I don't play that shit. No, see. All right. This is what I'm talking about. It's all it's all downhill from here. Uh, well, I mean, there's a couple good ones, uh, four point, uh, where am I at now? 4.6. The Yar family is hot for data two out of four. And then the last one, uh, 4.7 Worf's son, Alexander, three out of four. Stars. Uh, now is this the first, is this the debut of Alexander? Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, buddy. And it's 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 hilarious. Arr. Like the contrast. Does he between, growl? Has, does he, has he, he does a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Alexander. <laughs> it's a. Uh, See, I, I, I kind of like. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like I like Alexander episodes. He's fun, man. You like I, them? I, you watched one. I watched one. I liked. I didn't know he was. Re- well, I mean, I was like, I hope he comes back. But I like the. Alexander He'll be back. Episode. Don't you worry. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it, man. I, like I, I, I think him and uh, I think him and uh, Wesley. Gap to no good. Uh, well, but he's way younger than. Well, Wesley sucks. Whatever. But there's not a lot of kids on the Enterprise. True, true. So uh, that episode is good for another right too, because there's lots of Klingon stuff, and Worf actually gets to f- fight someone for the like. He actually fights somebody, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> Worf. Woo. Yeah, you tug so, at your like metal chain sash. Yeah, he pulls it off to go fight because he's like, I don't want to dishonor what this represents right and you go i feel that goddamn goddamn so uh yeah my adventures into track are ongoing as always and uh yeah alexander's cool i like him and i I think it's funny that his name is alexander (laughs) yeah i know it's the most unclingon name imaginable 
Of course. Do you want to hear about TV first, or uh, I have two actual? Tell me. Tell me about Star Trek. Star Trek. All right, where are we at here? I don't have a ton, so this won't take too long. My uh, Star Trek and and watching kind of slowed down this week because uh, we've been trying to reintegrate with the uh, society, and we were at friends' house and stuff. So I, I'm trying to get out there, chair. Trying to get all that COVID. Yeah, trying to. Um, so the last one I ended on was 4.7 Worf's son Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then the next episode was 4.8, uh, and I put make believe future Riker one out of four stars. <laughs> so this was an episode where Riker, he, he gets knocked unconscious and he wakes up in the future and things aren't the way they are. And I don't think I liked it because I was like, there's no stakes in this. We all know it's fake. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Jarrett. Uh, 4.9 Picard Wesley road trip part two to the planet Dune. Two out of four stars. So Picard and Wesley oh, end up on like the Dune planet. Fuck, that's that's season four. Yeah, four point nine. I remember that episode like quite a bit for some reason because it's like it's sad, okay. sad Picard and Wesley's having to give him yeah. water, and it really drives home he was his surrogate father all along. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's okay, but I was, I was proud like, of you. I was proud of you. I don't like uh, the Wesley centric episodes though. It's all. Uh, here's a bad one. 4.10, two-dimensional Deanna Troy is sad, one out of four stars. So she loses her empath powers uh, and because there's a two-dimensional being flying by them in space. And then she's like, I can't be a therapist anymore. And then Guinan's like, get out of here. She's like, fine, I'll do your job. And then she's like, you can't do my job. And she's like, why not? You just said you could only do it if you were an empath. And really sticks it to her. And I was like, yeah, that's right, Deanna Troy. <laughs> You gotta, she, she's got to take more ownership over herself, Jared. It's like when she gets conned by men. It's like you're a strong, independent woman. You don't need this stuff. Damn it, Deanna. When is she going to learn? When is she going to learn? Uh, 4.11, Data has a cat. Three out of four stars. Spot! Uh, so that one was really cool. It was a, a day in the life of Data where mm-hmm. he's like narrating. Good stuff. Uh, 4.12, keeping up with the Cardassians. Three out of four stars. Finally, so finally, appearance. I told you of the Cardassians. Uh, they are weird looking. Yep. I find like I know. I'm sure people. I'm sure there's a whole thesis like thesis statements written about like <laughs> the Star Trek alien designs and how it's just ridges on heads and yes. it's like yeah. It's I a, don't, okay, yeah, there, there, but you got to think there's a really practical reason for why that is. I, oh, I know, I know, 100. Yeah. But the with so with the Cardassians, I was like, eh. I was like, they could look cooler, but I don't know, whatever. You'll, they do, like, because you'll get used to them. They are yeah. kind of like, because they're like the new aliens. They're, they get, like, kind of heavy into that. But, yeah, yeah, you're going to get very used to them over the next, like, especially, uh, there's, there's, you see more of them. Yeah, especially in DS9, because yeah. the, your, Deep Space Nine is a Kardashian, a Kardashian, Kardashian ship. Mm-hmm. that they take okay. over it's like so it's like that design because like they have like those pretty elaborate like little uh, like their uniforms they're very militaristic yeah. and then they, yeah. they, they, they they lean more and more into that they all have that same goddamn haircut mm. I thought the DS9 was about a space station it is oh okay but yeah, it's a but, Cardassian yes. station I think oh like yeah. an outpost yes because they were uh, they, they occupied Bajor and that was the space station and then uh, 
they when they lose the the Bajorans get win their freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the whole idea of Deep Space Nine is that the Federation's kind of there to be like a neutral party or like kind of like help the uh, Bajor join the Federation from the mm-hmm. Cardassians. Okay. I, I, if I could be totally misremembering this information because I haven't looked at a Wikipedia entry on this lately, but that's the idea. Who's to say? No. I don't know. Well, not, I mean, that like, I meant who's to say if that's where it goes or not. I thought they were cool. Like I did, I did like their episode. I get three out of four. I thought they were neat, and they, uh, I don't know. I think they're they're better than what the Romulans have been in TNG so far. Because the Romulans are there, and I think they tried to make them imposing, but at the same time, you're kind of like, I don't care about the Romulans. Their shirts are stupid, you know, Jer. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, I just have two more. Four point thirteen. Ghostbusters Zool tries to F Picard two out of four stars. That sounds better than a two out of four. It wasn't. Uh, uh, and then the last one, 4.14, Wormhole Raiden, three out of four stars. Wait, what? Wormhole Raiden, three out of four stars. Okay. So the episode's called Clues. Uh, they go through like a wormhole and they all pass out except Data. And then they all wake up, and then they find out that Data's been lying to them. Um, you can kind of, like, figure out where it's going, but yeah. the, I actually thought it was, like, a decent show. So what's, why is he doing that? Because he's, he's been told to. <laughs> because you told him to. Dun, dun, right. dun. Yeah. See, I, I already I figured it out based on nothing. Yeah. And it was, a, it was, a, it was pretty good, though, like, the the way it played out because i just like data and i like seeing data do stuff so that's cool do you i was gonna say do you want me to do star trek first or star uh... trek please okay i have i have quite a few maybe i won't read them all i have a potentially 11 episodes oh, do it I can talk. do it okay i I, well, I watched literally one movie this week and, it, and okay. it'll be take no time to talk about that okay that's good then because i just finished season four so i can awesome. i can cap it off oh sweet you finished season four season four yeah and, and, i'm uh, done okay go for it so four point uh, fifteen. Uh, this one I was. This one's got a little more detail than I usually give because I was confused. Making contact before warp potential? Question mark. Alien spies? Question mark. Horny Riker bones down? Exclamation point. Three out of four stars. So this is like it's. A, it was a civilization on the like they were on the brink of having warp drive, and it was like the Federation was spying on them. So Riker went down as a spy, and I was like, "That's kind of strange." I was like, "This seems like outside of the diplomacy that they usually operate on." Why, why you know would they I, send a commander down? Who Riker? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He was like he was just spying on them to see if they were like. Why would they send ready? him though? Because he Riker always goes, man. He's always like piloting the shuttle. He's always like offering himself. But as, aren't like, they? Yeah. Aren't they aware of his like? Like, aren't they testing him for his insatiable lust and his like STIs that I'm sure like they can cure like immediately. Sure, that's why he's so um horny. Right, unchecked, yeah. unchecked, and uh, I mean, that's one thing. Like, does uh, polyamory cease to exist in? Uh, earth kinds uh by mm. this point because it doesn't get really brought up that often well, except for it's like weird alien planets mm-hmm. they do talk about material possessions and it's actually it's funny you bring that up because an episode later is about a romantic relationship with the parasite so it's like it does get discussed 
But anyways, Riker does bone down with an alien and it, she brings it on because she's like, I've always wanted to be seduced by an alien. And he's like, I guess I got to do it. And he winks to the camera <laughs> yeah, as he does, as he does. So it was a pretty good episode. I was just like, I was confused by the uh, I was like, I wonder I was like, this isn't doesn't seem like standard protocol for the the Federation. The but fe- well, I like to call them the fence. whatever. Uh, Four sixteen. Um, Jordy, the incel stalker slash space alien C-sections. So I don't know if you remember earlier in the season when I talked about, or it could have even been last season when Jordy dates the computer, he gets like, he gets the holodeck to make this other scientist. I think the only he, time I remember he's bringing up Jordy last and him falling down a hole. He falls down a hole. And then in the very next episode, he dates the computer. Okay. So he gets the holodeck to like make a program that's like a different engineer scientist. And it's a lady and he falls in love with her. And in this episode, she comes to the ship and he like. So she comes. All right. Oh, my God. Jarrett. 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 Uh, she comes. She boards the ship as he would and uh he like knows all this personal information about her and he like really creeps her out and then he's like but baby and she's like i don't even know you so jordy's an incel uh 4.17 freddy krueger boards the enterprise body big morgue suicide club klingons three out of four stars very good episode i don't know if you know this one bob england himself well, it's like none of them can uh, – none of them are resting and they they all start having wild dreams. And yeah. there's a scene where Bev's in the morgue and all the body bags sit up. And I was like, whoa. Worf tries to kill himself. This huh. thing was crazy. It's a good episode. Uh, 418, Jordy turns into a blue-white oh, salamander yeah. fluke man. Yeah, I remember Two that. Two out of four stars. Yeah, I remember that shit. Not the best. No. Uh, 419, Barkley Fox. Three out of four stars. <laughs> this one, Barkley gets transcended to a higher intelligence and he takes over the Enterprise, basically. Right. Yep. Barkley episodes. Uh, Barkley episodes. I like them, man. I like Barkley. Oh, there, there's a, the next time, there's like a Barkley episode. I won't get into much. Uh, yeah. It's, it's actually one of the highlights, I think, of okay. the uh, series. It's just like for memorable stuff. Mm. I've liked them all so far, so I can't wait. Uh, 420. Quote, I am not a merry man, end quote. Three out of four stars. So that Q <laughs> oh, comes no, and Robin yeah, Hood's everyone. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not bad. It's fine. <laughs> I liked Data is Friar Talk. That was yep. pretty fun. But I mean, that's a novelty episode. Nothing like crazy. Yeah. Uh, 421, Mr. Picard goes to Washington. Three out of four stars. This was a good one. This was all about diplomacy and racism and uh, uh, just strong politics, Jared. Because there was a guy who was half Romulan and they were trying to kick him out of the Federation because he said he was half Vulcan. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Very topical. Here's one for you, Jer. 4.22. Mother Troy tries to change other cultures' customs. One out of four stars. Oh, she's a real Karen, huh? Well, she comes and she meets this guy and it's like it's their planet's custom to like uh, suicide at 60 years old. Oh yeah. Yes. I care for elders. And she like tries to completely change the entire world's like way of life. And Picard's like, he's like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, we don't do that shit. He's like, we don't interfere with them. And she's like, it's wrong. And he's like, to you, it's wrong, but to no one, not to them. So I was just like, mm-hmm. it's like this episode doesn't play as well anymore. You know what I mean? Jira? You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah, I just so. got a couple. More. Uh, 4.23 enterprise spa day. Bev dates a space worm. Two out of four stars. Yeah. 
So there's a worm that takes over people's bodies and Beverly Crusher dates it. There's all, and then like she finds out and then he's like, but why don't you love me still? So anyways, yeah. Uh, what else have we got here? 424, mind control Jordy, two out of four stars. I don't like mind control. He gets kidnapped by the Romulans. It's fine, right. but like they're building up this big Romulan thing and uh, that comes to a head at the end of the season. It's, it's just, I don't like mind control. I think it's shitty. Yeah. Uh, 425 data Fox again, <laughs> slash event horizon four out of four stars. Jared, wow. this episode is good. So data dates a lady. So she's interested into him because she says she's into like emotionally, uh, unavailable men or something. So data's like perfect for her. And he gets like, he goes around asking for advice and Riker's like, you got to lay it down like this. And so data's <laughs> like, Hey babe, want a date? But then there's like this uh, there's this thing that is like shifting things on the Enterprise and it's like phasing in and out. And yeah. there's and like someone phases into yeah. the floor. Right. And I was like, whoa, I was like, that's pretty cool for Star Trek. Uh, and then um, I, I just liked it because I like seeing data do stuff. Uh, and then uh, 4.26 Klingon politics be crazy. OMG Wharf, three out of four stars. This is when the uh, the Klingon Romulan War, I believe, is beginning. We yeah. I saw those two lady Klingons. Worf resigns, Jared, mm-hmm. and man, it, it uh, breaks your heart when he's leaving the Enterprise. It's just it's it's a sad thing, Jared. Mm-hmm. Sad indeed. So uh, done season four now, and uh, we're gonna keep rolling, right, Jared? I, apparently. I, I I don't know, man. I'm on board. I lo- I like Star Trek. Well, I mean, I, I'm assuming at this point uh, you've got to be enjoying yourself i mean that's that's a lot of uh, episodes you've watched in a short period of time i did i did i did so you've I seen Re- Re- redemption part one what yeah. no no mention of uh sella who's sella the uh, the klingon the, names are the, like... the, the romulan officer who bears an uncanny oh. resemblance to uh miss denise crosby yeah yeah, I was like, what the shit? I was like, what is going on here? She even has a snide mark. She's like, humans pop up when you least expect. I wasn't going to say, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. Oh, no one cares. How, Nobody cares. Do you, do you like that Galron? Which one is Galron? Uh, he's like, I don't know. He's like one of the main Klingon dudes. The one that Worf sides with or the the opposition with I, the two girls? I don't know who he chooses. Or is he the old guy with the enormous? He's, he's the he's the younger guy, the younger guy. Uh, Warden, yeah, he he sides with Gowron and Kern. Okay. <laughs> See the the names escape me, but I know what they look like and I know who they're with. If oh, that makes sense. I just like saying things out loud like that, like Gowron, like Gowron and Corn. Yeah. Do you like the band Corn? No. No. Okay, that's fine. No. Do you have anything to uh, comment on for my uh, Star Trek watching for the nope, week? Not yet. Okay, but yeah, I did watch half a season of TNG because uh, I'm sitting at home wow. doing nothing. Wow, you're you're only goddamn like two and a half seasons to go. I didn't realize that, and it kind of bummed me out. But well, then, uh, are you gonna start doing like back and forth with DS9 to get it proper, or are you just going to? No, I was just gonna hit DS9 right away after. Yeah. Because if I do back and forth at DS9, then at the end of DS9, I'll have to do it with Voyager 2, and it seems like too much work. Oh, yeah, that would be a lot. So, anyways, 5.01, 
Romulan's uh, Tasha versus Captain Data. Four out of four stars. Hell yeah. So actually, uh, other than a couple like low points, season five has been like a big slam dunk. Mm -hmm. This season's been really good. Uh, 5.02. Or what were you going to say? Oh, no, yeah. No, uh, that was like kind of the probably going forward it's like it just mostly uh firing on all cylinders it is man there's some really good episodes uh in this season so Romeo and tasha captain data oh he gets what? his own like ship that he captains and it's kind of hilarious like the background of his ship is like uh like a network circuit board and it's all lighting up green yeah it's wicked Awesome. So, so the, the one thing that we haven't talked about too much, I don't recall, but like yeah. the the improvement of the uniforms. Like uh, it, so it happened at season three. Yeah, that's but then but then you'll get the even better tweaks going forward. So this season, Picard has a, a new uniform where it's like a gray sweater with yes. like a coat. Yeah. And I figured the only reason I think it had to have happened was I bet Patrick Stewart was like, I'm cold. I want to wear like a coat. <laughs> And like, cause that's the only real like explanation I have for it, but it's nice, man. I would wear oh, that. that. No, that, that's like, I love the, uh, mm. the open gray interior. Yeah. yeah I'd wear that shit in real life. Like I took a picture in a Senate Andy. I was like, check out this fucking hot fashion. And she was like, what are you showing me? I was like, I don't know. But the, you, you, <laughs> you, you get like, that in. It's, there's like a, it's like a jacket now that I'm looking at it though. It's got like the leather, well, like. Here, I'll send I have a pic. Uh, well, I've got it. I've got it right here. Oh yeah. shit. You're coming toward Darmok. Is that, or, or have uh, you watched Darmok? Is that 5.2? So 5.02, uh, I have Picard and a strong Catholic lizard man oh, versus you the did editor. Darmok! <laughs> yeah, three out of four stars. That episode's awesome. Yeah. It's really good. What, what does uh, he say? Shaka? It's like, when the Shaka. walls fell? Yeah, when the walls fell. Shaka, your arms open. Shaka. Fuck, that's good. And he's just like, he's just a strong Catholic lizard trying to do his thing. <laughs> And the predator comes, and he's fucking hunting them, and you're like, God damn. That's a good episode. That's where you first get uh, Picard's gray sweater with the the coat over top yep. is that episode. Very good stuff. So off the bat, two, two like wicked episodes in a row. Very good. Uh, 5.03. Hi, I'm a Federation admiral, and I'll be your bad guy tonight. Nice. Three out of four stars. Because anytime you see a Federation admiral – they're just like without without doubt, they end up being the bad guy, whether they're uh, just overtly like like openly bad. They're actually trying to do something bad or they're just a oh, shitty person and they're doing something bad. This is the Ensign Row episode. Yeah, this is the first appearance of Ensign Row. Uh, so this is the beginning. This is the uh, the Bajoran stuff starts coming into play. Yeah, there's been a she's popped up twice, I think, so far. Yep. Yeah, she was just uh, she was just like around mm -hmm. she's around and i've never mentioned but like uh o'brien and keiko yeah okay uh, yes. they they're already married and they're already like having fights now but they've been for like a whole season or two they've been kind of in involved right uh but yeah the, this one it, it was still a good episode but i'm getting really tired of any time you see a federation <laughs> admiral they're just the bad guy and you know it just like you just know that they are so that kind of sucks uh, 5.04 space. Karen is depressed two out of four stars. This episode was actually 
it almost was good. There's like this crystallite thing floating around and this lady, it killed her son and she's like, she's losing her mind on the enterprise. It was kind of cool, but uh, there were a few things I didn't like about it. So, Oh yeah. I'm just, re- you know, you said that I'm like, Oh yeah. The crystalline entity. I, I, it, I, it's something I haven't thought about for a long time. It's, and it's kind of, it's one of those episodes that's kind of a, this season has a lot of episodes that end in a bummer because it ends in a bummer because like she's got a vendetta against it and they're like, we don't know what it is. It's blowing up ships. But then Picard actually makes contact with it and they're like, oh, it's like, it understands us. And he, he even says, he's like, this is the entire point of Starfleet is to like make contact with these beings. And then she like blows it up. And then you're, and like, that's how the episode ends. And you're just like, uh, <laughs> cause she thinks it killed her son. So she thinks blowing it up will be like vengeance and justice. Uh, but she also falls in love with data because data has a program that was like her son's diary. So she thinks data is her son. She blows up the crystalline entity and then she, she's talking to data and she's like, I did it for you. Like bill. And, uh, data's like, he's like, from what I understand of your son is like, he would not have wanted you to do this. He would have been disappointed and he wouldn't like you anymore. And then she gets like even more depressed and he's like, yes, you're a bad person. And then he leaves and you're just like, whoa, bummer. The crystalline entity, Jarrett. Oh, yeah. So anyways, uh, 5.05. Stand back. Worf will deliver this baby. Three out of four stars. Uh, so this was a this was a pretty cool one. It was called Disaster, where everyone gets separated on different like parts of the ship, and no one can communicate to each other. Mm-hmm. The cards in an elevator with some kids. Worf is with uh, O'Brien's wife. I, is it Keiko? I don't want to say it's it's yeah. something like that. Keiko. Yeah, and uh, she's giving birth, so Worf has to deliver the baby. It's uh, pretty good yeah. stuff. That episode's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five point oh six. Horny Riker's video game is bad. One out of four stars. <laughs> so this is the anti-video game episode of oh. uh, Star Trek where it's like, so actually Ashley Judd is in this episode and her and Wesley are the only people like immune to the video games, I guess, because they're kids or something. Uh, but Riker's on his See, isn't that, isn't that crazy? It's the, ki- the kids are like immune to the video games but the adults get sucked in? I know. And that's why, so like, that's why I didn't really like this. Cause it's like, it's that like fear nineties fear of video game stuff that like you see in a lot of these shows and you're like, Oh, whatever. But, um, Riker goes to a sex planet and yeah. this girl gives him the video game and they all get addicted to it. So that's, that's all it is. It, I didn't really like that episode. 5.06 Spock three out of four spar, uh, question mark, three out of four stars, 5.08. What, Spock. What, what, what? Four out of four stars. Ah. So the unification one oh, and wow. the unification. That, that happens really quick. Five, uh, five, seven, and five, eight. Wow. Uh, so my reviews are just Spock. Yeah. Um, I I actually think a lot of J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek with uh, Eric Bana just screaming Spock where he's like, Spock, Spock. I don't know why. I think about that a lot, though. Admir- uh, Ambassador Spock, his first appearance. Yeah, and uh, five point eight is uh, the they throw up the R.I.P. Gene Roddenberry. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, R.I.P. Gene Boy, he's dead. But uh, those are both real good episodes. Those fucking Romulans, Jerry. You just can't trust them. Can't trust them. You get Tasha Romulan a little bit too, but oh well. Uh, five point oh nine Moloch time travels. Two out of four stars. Yes, that's Moloch from the Watchmen movie. 
Um, I didn't know what else to say for that one. It was a fine episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're talking about Matthew Frewer? Yeah. But what? You know Moloch? Ma- Max Headroom? Uh, what is his name? Matt Frewer, yeah. Yeah, Matt Frewer. Pink Panther. Yeah. I know him as Moloch from uh, oh, Zack Snyder's RJ, Watchmen movie. RJ. <laughs> you know? Come on. Come on. You know, man? Read a book. Uh, From what? What is this guy from? Max Headroom. I don't know what Max Headroom is. What? It's a TV show. From when? Like 1972? 1985. I wasn't born yet. Well... Max Headroom's a thing. It's like oh. it's like a throwback. There's been parodies of it. Maybe uh, they're just too little. Well, I don't know you, you what don't, that and is. And you don't remember the Pink Panther cartoon from like the '90s that he? Did I didn't the, know he, he was involved. He, he, with he was it. he was the voice of the Pink pa- of Pink Panther. I didn't know that. Think pink. Well, the more you know, huh? Yeah. The more you know. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah, but Matt that Frewer's episode's cool. not bad. I like that Matt Frewer. Yep. That episode's okay. That episode's okay. I just have a couple more. 510, Alexander, like an untamed wave, two out of four stars. Oh, so this yeah. is our up. second Alexander episode. Yeah. He he comes on, and a wharf has to be a dad. Does he go? Does he growl? He does a little bit, not too much. Uh, there's also, they're trying out this, like, wave warp drive. So, uh, But there's a lot of connections between the wave being unstable and Alexander being unstable. What would... Uh... The musical style of Wharf Wave sound like Wharf Wave. Yeah. I believe it'd be like. Have you ever heard of the band uh, Ride? R I D E. Have you ordered a Klingon dictionary yet? No, but I did see there's a life size data poster that goes on the back of your door, and it's only twelve dollars on Amazon. And I'm really wow, really considering. Well, getting so it. I think it'd be great to go right behind you, right where you are right now. So then, when people come onto the pod. They could see the, <laughs> the life size. Make data. it ha- make it happen, folks. Make it happen. That yeah. one's really cool, and I do want a wharf shirt. I found one on Amazon, which is pretty cool. So uh, I'm 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 catching up to everyone. This you is know? what I'm you, only this twenty is, years this, this is what you do when you break your arm and you're laid up and you're just in buy, co- and there's a pandemic going on and you're just watching some Trek. You buy life size posters of Data because you got nothing else to do. Nothing else is left. Damn. Okay, I got three more. Five eleven, dad. Uh, three out of four stars. Another so, one. So, uh, uh, Data saves a kid, and then the kid pretends to be an android because oh, he loves Data. Fuck that episode. It's actually not bad. It's oh, not bad. I never liked that one. It's not bad. Uh, it doesn't have a high rating, but uh, yeah. I've learned to trust the uh, not to trust IMDb ratings for these episodes. Uh, here's one that you'll like. Five twelve. Horny Riker versus the memory serial rapist. Three out of four stars. Whoa. This, like, is, this is a good Riker episode? No. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, so this is the first episode. So this is another one of those dark ones. This one is actually all about rape. There is a guy, a oh, telepath going yeah, around yeah, yeah. raping. Yep. I remember that. And then the episode ends and the guy's like, we haven't had this form of rape for hundreds of years. And you're just like, you're watching it and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, people are getting raped on the Enterprise? Like, this is dark shit. (laughs) At least I thought it was. I was like, what the fuck? It was a good episode, though. Okay. So the guy's going around and he's raping everyone. And he, he like, tricks them to think it's their memories. So there was a memory of Riker getting... 
He was, yeah. He was gaslighting them. It was Riker getting down with Deanna Troy. And, uh, but then the memory was that Riker raped her. And so everyone thinks horny Riker is a rapist for a while. Uh oh. But he's not. Because people, it was this, people this would believe guy. it immediately. <laughs> yeah, everyone would be like, oh, yeah. Well, if it wasn't this time, it was those other times. Well, I mean, who's to say, Jarrett? Mm-hmm. So that episode's uh, pretty good. And then just one more, uh, 513. Deanna Troy falls in love, quote unquote, her words, with a xenophobic loser cult member <laughs> again. Uh, one out of four stars. <laughs> so they like they encounter this planet. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's like I said, this stuff always happens with her and Beverly, where it's like these fucking weird cult members or like space slugs, and they trick them into falling in. Like she says, I could fall in love with you right now after she met this guy for two minutes. And you're just like, come on. You're like, be stronger. You sh- she's a strong, independent woman. She doesn't need this shit, Jared. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. So, anyways. You're doing it. I watched a lot of Star Trek this week. You're doing it right. Horny Riker and uh, the rapists. That's, so. that's in summary. In summary. Yeah, there was a, but like I said before, season five's been uh, full of bangers. It's uh, It's been pretty good. But it's given me more time to watch Star Trek. Big dog. Big. I should pull up the IMDb in case... Uh, you question any of these episodes because some of my descriptions are pretty, pretty skimp. So it's like, I don't even remember how, the how about. is the second half of season five? Uh, I don't think it is as hot as the first half. Mm-hmm. Not, not quite they, that they, first they, half. They came in hot, left cold. Yeah. Well, not, not even cold. It's just uh, that first half of season five is some serious shit. And then now it's uh, the second half. There's a few duds. So, 514 space amnesia one star 515 mind control one star i've mentioned many times i don't like either of those things so uh 14 space amnesia everyone on the ship gets space space amnesia and they don't know what the rules are and it's fine but like i don't totally i don't really like those episodes because there's never any consequences except riker horny riker and uh ensign roe are in a relationship and you're like, ooh, but that hasn't been addressed yet again. So, uh, and then there was mind control, which who was even mind controlled in this one? <laughs> Fuck, I don't remember. I'm trying to. I'm looking at the epi- power play. A lost ship is found on a planet where cosmic storms prevented detection. Oh, fucking all of them get mind controlled, like Deanna Troy, Data, and uh, Reich, someone else. And they're walking around like being the bad guys on the ship. But it's like I said, I don't like mind control, Jerry. I don't like it. Anyways, uh, 516, Hillary Clinton makes Worf quadriplegic three out of four stars. Was this a botched uh, surgery? It was the, yeah, it's where a, a barrel falls on Worf oh, yeah. and I can't walk anymore. Yeah, you get like that real weird uh, Klingon spine action. Oh, it's got like like barbs like sticking yeah. out of it. you're like damn that's cool i've seen a lot of things lately about klingons having two dicks and i don't really understand where it's coming from and i i don't know if this is like some weird online like sex forum thing mm. it's troublesome troublesome i'm sure it's so accurate though I, it could be i don't know i'm not gonna look into it so uh 517 horny riker versus conversion therapy three out of four stars 
So they, they come across an androgynous race and uh, one of them falls in love with Riker and then they, they undergo conversion therapy, Jared. For uh, 1992, this is pretty racy stuff. <laughs> uh, good episode, though. 518, Jonathan Frakes presents Christopher Nolan's Star Trek. Four out of four stars. Whoa, wait, what? What? Ca- cause and effect. The Kelsey Grammer episode. Oh, yeah, that episode's good. It is good, man. It is good. So, uh, they directed just keep by. Pl- they uh, keep crashing. They keep crashing. Directed by uh, our, our man, Riker, Horny Riker himself. Mm-hmm. Episode starts, the Enterprise explodes, and then it starts again, and then a couple minutes more you see, and then it explodes. And then it starts again. A couple of minutes more, you see, and explodes. It was a good episode. I liked it. I was like, yeah. And then at the end, Fraser Crane comes in, and you're like, God damn, what are you doing, Fraser? That's right. Cool dude. Uh, 519, Wesley, you little piece of shit. Two out of four stars. Oh, yeah. So this is one where he's in cadet school, yes. and one of the cadets dies. And then, like, even Picard is like, you say something. Don't be a piece of shit. And he still doesn't say anything. And you're just like... Fuck your piece of shit, Wesley. He eventually said something last minute when it's almost too late. It's like he should have said something right away if he's such a good little guy. Am I right, Jer? Yeah. No, I I, I vaguely remember that episode uh, and being like, this was like, it's like courtroom dramas, right? Yeah. And a lot of like, oh, why aren't you saying what happened? And I don't then, mind. And then, and, then, and then finally you get to the end, and this is why. It's like, oh, this is Matlock. Yeah. This is a goddamn Matlock episode. It is. It is. I didn't even mind the courtroom drama stuff. It was more that they build Wesley up to be this, like, beacon of, like, fortitude or something and, like, will and, like, morals. But then in this one, he's just like, I don't want to. And you're like, fucking little piece of shit. Uh, 520, Moxana v. Alexander. Once, one out oh, of was it the mud bath one? This is the mud bath. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's uh, God, not everything see, in the episode is bad. These but, are the uh, things I remember. Well, well, I don't. This is like a very high profile Jarrett wouldn't like episode because it's <laughs> it's Luxana Troy and Alexander and they partnered <laughs> up for an episode where it's just like who who fucking wrote this thing? Oh, that mud bath always looks so gross. It does look gross. It's not, and Worf gets in that mud bath. Yeah. Oh, and they slide in and just like, oh. mm-hmm. cost mm-hmm. of living. Just, just not great. Uh, here's one 5.21 Worf Flamin, two out of four stars. So I don't know if you know what the Flemin response is, Jarrett. You ever seen like a bull and a cow walks by and the bull's upper lip like curls up and shows its teeth and it's like, like primates do it too. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Look up Baboon Fleeman. Oh yeah, I've seen. Oh, I fucking seen that. So yeah. this episode, so Worf lays down a Fleeman. So there's this like, uh, there's this thing. Uh, Jean Grey from X Men comes on board, and uh, she's like, Ooh. she is ideal for every every person. She's the perfect mate, and everyone falls in love with her. And Worf does that disgusting lip display. And I was mm-hmm. like, oof, creepy. Uh, not a bad episode. Two out of four. Uh, 522. An alien catfishes a little girl. Two out of four stars. Shit. Big, big stuff. Uh, 5.23. In what world, Beverly, do you think that saving a Borg is a good idea? 
Was she not there before? What the fuck is up with you, Bev? Are you that naive? Three out of four stars. This is I Borg. Uh, uh, Hugh. Hugh. Yeah, I Borg with Hugh. Uh, it's actually a good episode, mm-hmm. but I find the setup bad because it is like, because Bev's like, we have to save it even if it is a Borg. And it's like, what? It's like, after all the shit that's happened with the Borg? What? So the episode is good, but I found the setup problematic. You think as... you think the doctor should be all about like vaporizing living beings, bone style? Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's the Borg, all they've had is problems with the Borg, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I got uh, three more. Five twenty-four transporter ghosts or something. I don't know. Two out of four stars. Jordy and Roe become ghosts. Five point twenty-five. Picard tie-dye farm amnesia, two out of four stars. This is where aliens put uh, oh put him on a farm. Shit, it's not. This like it's not that. This is like one of the. That's like I think one of the most uh, highly rated episodes. Yeah, I that, see. I'm seeing that now. It's a nine point five, which is like one of the highest ratings I've seen for Star Trek. That that becomes a uh, integral episode to like next generation mythos. People, oh, talk- it is. It's the highest rated episode. Yeah. And, and, you, and you, what did you just drop on that? Two? Two out of four. Wow. Yeah. Wow. For bu- bucking, bucking the trend. Yeah, well, I never... Okay, I will say, I've never been that crazy about that episode either. Well, so I don't... I don't know about you, but it's my long-standing things where it's like stuff like... It's an amnesia episode. And I don't like amnesia episodes. I think they're dumb. Well, Whereas yeah. he like wakes up and he's like... he. He does remember the Enterprise, but they're like, "No, you you've lived here your whole life." And he's like, "I guess I do." Oh, uh, inner light, because like, yeah, he's like with his family, and he learns how to play like space instrument, the yeah. the, the lute flute thing, and then like at the end of it, he's playing it dreamily because he, he he still remembers how to do it, and that that's like constant. Like he'll always do that now. Uh, I mean, that's Picard references it. He has a vineyard and all that shit later. Uh, oh yeah. Inner light, inner light is uh, like one of the the key episodes that everyone hangs their hat on. Even though I remember as a kid being like, "This is boring." <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's like, this ain't no Akiru, folks. No, it's not. It's okay. It's just it's, as I, I don't like the amnesia stuff because for whatever reason. And then the last episode, five twenty six, Data the cattle rustler. Uh, I'm between two and three out of four. This is where he gets sent back to the Wild West. Oh, it's okay. With, so it's time zero. Oh fuck! Okay. And with Mark Twain, Mark Twain and uh, Jack London also oh, appears. For yeah. A bit. So I remember when that episode aired, and I remember like while well, waiting for that cliffhanger because there's because yeah, Data's head. They find oh, Data's yep. head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, it's okay. But uh, as far as season finales go, they uh, they already had the top of the top with uh, season three. So what are you gonna do, right? It's true. So anyways, that's my Star Trek, and uh, that's all I got. So uh, here, I'll hit you with my Star Trek, and then uh, and then we'll go from there, okay? Sounds good. Sounds good. Want to hear about the first half of season six? <laughs> Absolutely. Did you watch another 13? Yep. Oh, fuck it. Oh, man, you're going to be done in three weeks. It's just, it's, it's just that easy, Jared. It's just wow. that easy. Wow. All right. So uh, 6.01, which is kind of like I already kind of talked about it last week because it's the cliffhanger, the uh, time zero with Mark Twain. Uh, so this one had 
my only thing was Jack London question mark two out of four stars because uh, <laughs> there, there's that throwaway line. He's like, you think he's like, I think you might like my life story. I'm Jack London. And I was like, Jack London. I was like, that's bizarre. All right, whatever. Uh, 6.02 Barkley takes the jaunt two out of four stars. Mm. So Barkley teleports and then uh, he sees things in. Oh, the tele- yeah. That. I, I thought it was a good idea, but uh, the episode uh, left me wanting. Remember when he hugs the space slug? That that's, yeah, I do. And that's he and he grabs he, gra- he grabs onto it. Yep, and like well, because when I when it happened when Barkley like went through and he's like I saw stuff I was like whoa I was like they're talking about the jaunt so I was like that's pretty cool, but then it goes to the space hug slugs and you're like, well, and they come I still, closer. I, I do like space slugs too, but. Yeah. Uh, the executions leave something to be desired. It really I guess. does. All right, what else we got here? Uh, Six point oh three. J O crystals old up Deanna Troy. One out of four stars. Whoa! So, you say J? What? So have you ever heard of J O crystals, Jared? No. Like what? So, jerk off crystals? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, there are a few uh, people that I think would call themselves gamers out there. They might uh, know that one, but uh, something about crystals and do and dudes doing stuff to them. But so this is a bad episode. It's one out of four stars. This dude gives Deanna Troy some crystals and then she she acts real crazy and starts like flirting with everyone. And then she gets like 80 years old in a night. And you're oh, like, oh, fuck that episode. You're like, what the fuck? You're like, why is this going on here? It's always like, oh, poor Deanna. I know. I that's like I said last or last time. I was like, she she gets conned by all these fucking losers, and, and it happens every time. And you're like, she's smarter than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six point oh four. Scotty's still got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, Whoa. Scotty. But okay, the okay start over. Start over again. Scotty still got it. Yeah. Two out of four stars. That's yeah. uh, episode four of season six. Right. It's fine. Only fine? Yeah. Why is this? Uh, I, I see it's highly rated. Are you a big Scotty episode guy? Oh, I remember being really cool at the time, but it's a super underwhelming episode. What is it? What is it? Is it talking about Dyson Spheres? Yeah, that's, I mean. Dyson Spheres? What What's going on with that is like, irre- it's just Scotty hanging out with uh, Jordy. Jordy. And Jordy's like annoyed by it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm... the episode's called Relics." He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna relic myself." He's like, "Oh, the, my my world's changed." And the episode's called Relic. Relic, and you're like, "Yes, James Doohan or Dugan, whatever your name is." Dohan. That's Doohan. Dohan. Dugan. So uh, that one's whatever. Uh, here's one that's gonna blow your mind here. Six point oh five. Ode to Spot slash. X-Files crossover? Four out of four stars, baby. Okay. This episode is called Schisms. Oh! This episode, it's only got a 7.6 on I'm... Hold on here. Bing bong! Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Schisms. Uh, You you got uh, up to Schisms? Yep. Okay, so Schisms is... So it starts off, and it's... uh, Data reading his poetry, and it's an ode to Spot, his cat. And so immediately, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "This is it's like this thing's starting strong." I like like the did, sound of this. Did thing. you just like make a gesture with your finger? Four stars, mouthing it without saying it. Four stars. I mean, that would have increased my star rating uh, if it was in a bad episode. But the fact that it 
what followed, I think, is like an X-Files episode I thought was amazing. So it's like everyone on the ship is like tired or not everyone. It's like uh, Riker and Jordy and uh, like two people that aren't like part of the like the main cast. Mm -hmm. They're like tired and they're acting erratic and they're like, what's going on with us? So Deanna Troy like has a group therapy in the holodeck and they're like, they're like, this is what I'm thinking of. Oh, Worf is there, too. Um, and what they memories they they find this they make a table and it's like a an abduction table that they were all strapped strapped to alien abduction in space i know i i loved it and then uh so like the aliens make uh the signs noise the like clicking and clacking and something else that i watched with aliens recently had that too so like uh they i don't know who decided that aliens just made that sound but i was like that's cool i like that um, so these guys did it in 92. Maybe they came up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so what's going on is aliens are abducting people off of the enterprise and then they're experimenting on them. Like one of the experiments is that, the Jordy's arm is cut off of his body and then sewn back or like reattached. And he's like, man, my arm hurts. And then they like examine him and Bev's like, your arm was removed and then put back on. And he, they're like, what? Mm hmm. And then uh, at the end, there's con- uh, they like they dope up Riker because they know he's gonna get taken again that night, so he's conscious when they take him, and it's like him on the board strapped down, and the aliens are walking around like experimenting on him, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, this is so cool, I thought it was so cool, Jared, so cool, it's, it's so cool, it's four out of four stars. Do you remember that episode? I do. It was it was creepy. It, it was creepy, but uh, it's good, man. I liked it. I see some call it. Yeah, it's one of the scariest episodes of Next Generation. It's like, yeah, there's not that many. There's, I I mean, this one and then the Freddy Krueger one where, like, body bags are walking uh, around. There's, there, there's one more cool episode, I think, coming. Coming? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so that was a good one. 6.06, Aliens with Asthma, Sad Face, two out of four stars. Uh, so this is the Q Jr. episode. It's not bad. Uh, where it's like Q comes on. He's like, this person in your crew is part of the Q. And it's like, all right, whatever. Um, 6.07 baby Trek. Oh no. <laughs> two out of four stars. Uh, oh, two out of four. That's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was okay. It's uh, I was watching it. I was like, I don't know who this is for, but whatever. <laughs> ba- ba- baby Guinan, baby Guinan, baby Picard. And you're like, all right, whatever. 6.08 Sergio Leone's Star Trek. Three out of four stars. Mm-hmm. It's a fistful of datas, uh, which is probably the greatest title for a single episode. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. In any of TNG, even though I think the plural of data is still data. I don't think you add an S, but shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 6.09. A Roomba commits suicide. <laughs> four out of four stars. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you heard right. Uh, so this episode's called The Quality of Life. And this lady from a different race comes on and she's made these like little robots that like go into dangerous situations and like fix things. They're called mm. uh, X comps. Uh, and then Data connects to one of these and he's like, they are he's like, they're alive, they're sentient. He's like, and they're not like he's like, you can't use them for these like suicide missions because they're living beings and it's like a strong case for like animal welfare. And I, I actually thought it was a great episode here. Mm. 
but a Roomba also one of them does kill themselves and that's like what sparks the whole thing and you're just like god damn serious <laughs> shit it's a good episode I bet you'd like it if you watched it now mm-hmm. okay I'm almost done uh, 610 can the Federation do anything right three out of four stars this is Chain of Command oh, this is the Cardassian double <laughs> Uh, so 610 is, can the Federation do anything right? Three out of four. 611 is Geneva Code Torture Interrogation. Mm-hmm. Four out of four stars. Oh. How many lights are there, RJ? How many lights? And that guy, that's the fucking guy from TMNT2, Secret of the Ooze, who is in... David uh, Warner? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His, he, his loves, he, loved, so he, he, he loved Star Trek makeup that much. He just, he had to be a Cardassian. What's his name? In this thing, yeah, uh, Jellico, Gaul Madrid. Oh no, wait, no, yeah, Jellico is the R- guy. R- Ronnie, Ronnie Cox from Robocop is uh, oh. Captain Jellico. Yeah, Jellico, and man, he's a piece of shit. You just hate him, hey? You hate him. He he doesn't like Riker. He makes Deanna Troy start wearing real clothes yeah. on the Enterprise. Yeah, but uh, those that's a really good uh, double header. The second episode, I think, is better just because yeah. it's like it's all like conditioning. Uh, like they're just like conditioning and torturing Picard. He's like naked and you're just like, what the fuck? Like uh, that was, this was one where I was like, this is a dark episode. Like just like with what's happening, like morally and ethically, I was like, this is dark shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like, like this is the beginning though of uh, this, that tone becomes more prevalent in Star Trek, uh, especially with the, the deep space nine stuff. The Deep Space Nine, which uh, I know is coming up soon for me. There's a crossover episode coming up very oh, soon. Oh, man. Um, but I'll just uh, I'll finish off here uh, where I am. I got two more. Well, I guess, Six oh, yeah, the other thing, too, with Chain of Command, because this one, I think that I'm just looking this up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the teleplay is by Ronald D. Moore. You know yeah. that? You know that Ronald D. Moore? The name stuck out, but I, I couldn't. I didn't look into he it. Is, I was like, he, I know he's, that he's the man behind the Battlestar Galactica uh, relaunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's cool. These were these were good episodes too. Like uh, all this stuff with Picard being like uh, conditioned w- is wicked, and then all this stuff with Jellico on the Enterprise is really good too because he's such like a good uh, a bad guy mm-hmm. because it's like all the shit he's doing. It's so like out of out of like standard. But the episode that leads up to it, you're just like it's one of those things again. It's like every time you see someone else from the federation they're like automatically automatically the bad guy yeah. and it's like even this one he's not trying to be he's just like shitty guy so it's like whenever you see someone from the federation you're like that's the bad guy <laughs> he's the baddie he's the baddie you just know oh. okay so two more for you Jared, and then i really want to hear about what you have to say about things yep. so 612 uh barkley v moriarty two out of four stars <laughs> Aww, so uh, there's, there's the other Moriarty episode. It's fine. It's not bad. But oh. uh, when I was watching, it, I was like, oh, whatever. I, I still liked it, but I don't think it's that great. Six thirteen. Jordy tried to kick a dog. Two out of four stars. <laughs> you heard that right? What episode's that? Uh, it's called Aquiel. Uh, they go to like a space station and they find like a melted human. And they're like, oh, what is this? And they're like, Klingons go past this route. So they're like, did you like, Jordy starts listening to this girl's like, uh, her like personal logs. And then they find her. And then it's like, 
it's like, well, what? Why did you lie? Or it's like, who's the blob? Is it you? Is it the Klingon? What's going on? And she has a dog, and Jordy takes care of it. And then at one point, the dog's like whining, and Jordy tries to kick it. And you're like, what the fuck? You're like, why is Jordy kicking dogs in Star Trek? It's like that. It's like the dad in George Washington. It is like the dad in George Washington. <laughs> Maybe. It's like I got a grudge against dogs. It's like, oh why? It's it like, raped me. <laughs> it raped me once. You go, you go, what? I beg your pardon, officer. Excuse me. So, Jared, that's all that I watched. That's all. Uh, should I also save Star Trek for next no. week? Or? No, 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 no. no all right, no, Frank, no. you're getting some Star Trek. Yeah, stuff. you are. We're gonna make because that's all I. That's all I watched this week. So Be... I have nothing else to hey, talk about. Beam me up, RJ. Oh right up. God. Are you ready, Frank? I know you're a big Trek head. Are you going to take uh, this voyage? <laughs> he, he's got no choice. He's, yeah, he, he's, he bought the ticket. He, you're taking he, the ride. That's right. Exactly. In chains, but I'll go, I guess. So here is the second half of season six, Jared, because it's just that easy. Yeah, you know what, folks? RJ revealed to me that he watched up to episode 20 for last week, but he wanted to save it to pace himself. So uh-huh. that, I think that, I, something's, I, I, th- I, I think something's wrong with him is what I'm saying. Dude, it's just that easy. It's just that easy. They're 40 minute episodes. You just crank through these things. Yeah. All right. So uh, season six, uh, 614 Romulans. Am I right? Two out of four stars. Two out of four. Very typical. Typical Romulan stuff. Actually, I should pull up the thing here. It was actually, it was a good episode. I think Deanna Troy wakes up and she is Romulan. Oh. And she's got to do uh, do some stuff that, that way. It was fine, but like, it's it's just Romulan stuff. It's yeah. always just Romulan stuff, you know? You know? You know. Sure. So um, that was 14. Uh, 615, Teenage Picard plays Billiards, Bumper Pool. Two out of four stars. So he goes back in time to uh, Q takes him back. It's like, you want to see what life could have been like? And he's like, I guess. <laughs> Fine. Uh, six sixteen, Jared. Do Data dream of Worf's dad? Three out of four stars. This is a good episode. This one is uh, Data unlocks the dream achievement where he can now dream. And you get some terrific or Worf goes in looking for his dad. This was a part one episode called uh, Birthrate. Okay. Six six seventeen is part two. Uh, Valley of the Wharfs with a skinned goat. Two out of four stars. Huh. There's a skinned goat in this episode, and I was like, whoa. That's weird. All right. Uh, I know, Frank, you're super into this, and I'm going to give you the give it the attention it deserves. 618, Die Hard Picard. Oh, yeah. Three out of four stars, Jerry. Yep, yep. I didn't want to spoil it because there's a couple uh-huh. of uh, movie trope uh, genre exercises coming up in Star Trek. And one of those was like the Die Hard episode with Picard. Yeah. Die Hard Picard. It's actually, it's not bad. Like, it's it's a pretty decent episode. I liked it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got, got a, like, like, like him going through like the, yeah, he's sneaking around in the, like, I don't know, the, the crawl Jefferson spaces. Jefferson tubes. Jefferson tubes. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's cool stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, season, uh, 619, season 6, a.k.a. Picard Fox, because this season is all about Picard boning down. Uh, this is also Picard Fox to Beethoven, three out of four stars to it. Okay. 
So this has some of the flute stuff come up again. And I actually, I got to say, this episode made me appreciate that flute episode a little bit more. Where it's, uh, I know you were saying there was this big thing. And it's like, this is where he falls in love with a geologist or some shit. Yep. It was a good episode. Because she's going to die. And he's like, he's like, well, that's why you don't have girlfriends, I guess. <laughs> uh, 620, The Origin of Species. Three out of four stars. This was a good episode, Jared. Uh, so this one is they kind of they find out uh, why everyone is humanoid, basically. Uh, and it's like an old archaeologist is like, hey, Picard, you got to come see this stuff. It's pretty good. I liked it. I don't think everyone's going to like that one as much as I did, but it was good. OK, here's some we can blow through. 621. Riker uh, thespian brainwash. Two out of four stars. Uh-huh. He gets brainwashed into thinking he's like uh, an insane person. And it's not a bad episode. But, uh, oh God, that episode! See, that episode comes way later than I thought. Yeah, it's got a high rating too, so people must really like it. But huh. I don't like that brainwash stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six twenty-two, the Bev show, two out of four stars. This is all about Beverly trying to do some stuff, and I don't know, whatever. Uh, Six twenty-three. This isn't this isn't the ghost episode though. No, this one's about oh, like warp fuck. drive or like oh, ships shit. that can go into the sun. Okay, yeah, you wait. There's there's a Bev Crusher episode coming up that oh, with that's ghosts. The, that's season seven. Okay. Yeah, it, you'll, I don't I'll, think I've seen that yet. No, you you would know exactly what I'm talking about. We'll talk about it when we get when when you get there in the next two okay. weeks. Yeah, I will. Uh, okay, I just have a few more. Six twenty three. Where's your Klingon Messiah now? Two out of four stars. This is where they resurrect a Klingon god. Ah. It's fine. Um, 624, Riker. Thomas Riker. Two out of four stars. (laughs) So you get Thomas Riker, which is like, it's a good idea. Again, like uh, this is way later than I thought it was going to be. It's end of season six, man. Yeah, no, I thought this was like, that happened like earlier than season six. No, like, you know, like no, in, my, in my memory, those seem like these Riker intense episodes feel like they should be from like season four or something like that. Yeah, they it's it's got that vibe. It's a it's an OK episode, but uh, 625 clock stoppers slash salad finger Picard four out of four stars. What? What's this episode? It's, uh, it's like they're frozen in time. And they're they're watching the Enterprise getting blown up, and then uh, Picard, Data, Jordy, and Deanna Troy teleport over, and time is frozen. But when they touch stuff that's out of time, and there's a scene where Picard gets like really long fingernails. Oh, it was good. Okay, it was good. Okay, last one. Six twenty six. OMG, Stephen Hawking. Three uh-huh. out of four stars. Yep. Playing so big poker. Stephen Hawking's. It's- Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. This is a Borg episode, and it's a it's a cliffhanger. This is where you uh, the Borg are now individuals, yes. which is okay. You know, right? It's okay. Anyways, that's all I watch. So uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. So cool. uh, thank you for the people emailing in. Yeah, yeah. So it's great. Uh huh. Hey RJ. Yo. What you what you been creeping on over there? What the what do you want to hear about, Jer? Some Watching all sorts of shit. Star Trek? You want me to start with Star Trek? Start with Star Trek. 
Damn. All right. So if you remember, are you, are you, are you actually are you done? Done? Really? Or I, I'm, you... I am not actually done, but I'm close. Okay. I'm very close. Because I know you're. So, I know you're a little ahead, but you're pacing yourself. I'm. Uh, I'm a little bit ahead, but uh, by next week I will be done. Uh, and uh, these 13 episode increments have been. Uh, been great the 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 proper format of this for to deliver this content i think Mm -hmm. so yeah if you remember correctly i'm on season seven yeah uh so uh i got some hot takes for you jared the oh i should actually pull up the uh the imdb so i can if you question one of these things and i don't remember what the episode actually was because you know my shorthand makes no sense uh okay so anyways season six ended with uh we have the borg and they are individuals now so season seven is the conclusion to that 7.01 lobotomized borg i don't know three out of four stars so that episode was okay these uh these newer borg ones don't hit uh with the the raw virile force that i that the old borg ones do so they're still good but you know you know lowers there with the borg and stuff like that what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, lore. Yeah, so lore comes and he's the king of the Borgs. Yes, for a little bit. For a little mm-hmm. bit. Cause that's because that's uh, is it Descent, part one and two? Is that the uh, those episodes? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So end of season six, start of season seven's Descent. The Borgs are individuals. Lore's there. It's 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 good. It's definitely. I think all the Borg episodes have been good. So you got to watch them. Just. They don't uh, fuck oh, the way you, that they, uh, those early. And then you get like the the kind of the cool lore outfit. It's like the blue. Yeah, and it's uh, it's got like um like uh like abs, like foam abs in it, so you can see Brent Spiner with uh with abs and pecs. It's pretty cool. Pretty real. Cool. Oh yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah, he's all looking like he's, his shoulders. Good God. I, yeah, it's like it's it's like his, a muscle suit. It's like battle suit. Holy fuck! What's going on? I don't know, dude. It was 1993. Good lord! Okay. A different. Place. I remember. I remember the suit being like not this lame. <laughs> uh, no, it's pretty lame. I thought you were being uh, ironic. No, I remember. I, I remember. Cool I, I thought it looked cool. Uh, see, nah, one, no, no. Okay, I'll show you. I'll, you gotta look at the difference here. Like when you actually see it, like uh, from like shoulders up, it's fine and cropped. But then you see it wide, and you go, oh. There's oh there's angry data. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, data's getting angry and he's uh he's torturing Jordy, which is pretty good. Jordy, uh, I like Jordy, but he's kind of a wiener sometimes and he's to- a total incel. So <laughs> like were you going to send me a picture? Or? I'm working on it. I'm I'm almost okay. there cuz I can Oh my god. Cuz uh <laughs> RJ. He, he can't, you know who I think you probably in your memory, you probably imagined him as like Blue Beetle or something like that. Blue Beetle, <laughs> right? Like Ted Cord. Yeah, yeah. Or Booster Gold, maybe. I don't know. Okay, for whatever. Because life. Okay, I li- got it. Okay, that's the that's bad. Okay. We, we can all agree that's bad. But see, what's pissing me off is I I grabbed the better version and it didn't actually take it. it Sounds like you don't know how to use the internet, I dude. I do though. And I don't, know I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Well, I've never I, had problems sending you pictures. Like some of the gems no, I sent you it's like, uh, just previously. Oh, God damn it. It's like some like web P. Oh. 
I think I understand what you mean. So the collar and the like, the harnesses, those look pretty cool. But then when you get to the foam packs, that's <laughs> yeah. where it falls apart. Yeah, yours like I mean, if you, like yeah. just just this. If you here, I sent you a, a link to the to okay. the uh, Alpha Memory. Uh, yeah, yeah. So just the collar and the yeah. the like, where his packs are like harnessed on. That's a cool image. Yes, that's kind of like, that's what I remember packs. in my mind. But then you see the rest of it, and you go, oh dear. You go, wait a minute, that's not human flesh under there? Mm-mm. Well, he is an android. That's true. So he actually, one thing he does that's super cool is he controls Zeta, and he lifts up his fingernail to press a little hidden button under his fingernail, and it was revolting. But it was a cool It was a cool image. I remember. So that episode was good. Mm-hmm. Want to hear about 7.02? Uh, no. Okay. Yes. Well, I guess the podcast is done. Okay. Uh, big gulps, eh? Uh, and then I can't remember why I said that. There must have been big gulps in this episode. And then Picard gets miseried one out of four stars. Ooh. <laughs> so these three aliens show up, and one of them like, is there to annoy Worf. One of them just drinks big gulps with Deanna Troy, and one of them fall, like, tries to get Picard to fall in love with him. And they get, like, it's called liaisons. Liaisons. Uh, and then at the end, you're like, we were trying to find love. And you're like... <laughs> You're like what? That's some like, real. That's, that's, that feels real season one. It did feel really season one, and I was like, when the episode was done, I was like, get the fuck out of here. All right, seven point oh three VR Jordy, two out of four stars. It's a, the VR episode. He becomes a drone or something. There's also <laughs> ghosts in this. It's, it's okay. It's okay, Jared. Seven point oh four. This is a two parter. 7.04. Picard and Riker do some shit. I don't know. Two out of four stars. <laughs> 7.05. Picard and Riker do some more shit. Two out of four stars. Wow. This is a Gambit part one and part two where they go on like a a ship of like mercenaries. But like they're pretending not to be Picard and Riker. I don't know. I wasn't into it. I don't remember that really that much. I kind of remember the title now that you say it out loud. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that, there's no impression left. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. Damn. Interesting. Okay, here's one that's going to blow your mind, Jarrett. 6.05, do cats dream? Slash the cake is a lie. Four out of four stars, baby. I'm talking about phantasms. Data deals with his new ability to experience nightmares as the enterprise deals with the installation of a new warp core. This episode is awesome. Awesome. Jared, you get, uh, you get data like going around stabbing people. Worf has to babysit spot because data doesn't trust himself there. Uh, Deanna Troy becomes a cake and the data is like cutting her open. There's telephones in his tummy. This episode is wicked good. Phantasm, four out of four episode, Jared. Do you remember that one? Yes. It's good stuff. Yes, I Very do. Very good stuff. Uh, 7.07. How is Loxana allowed on the Enterprise still? Two out of four stars. <laughs> so I, it's just another Loxana Troy episode. I can't remember what this one's even about, but it was just like every time she's there, bad stuff happens. And it's like, how is she allowed on? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, 7.08, Picard and Bev bond on a spiritual level. Two out of four stars. Yeah. Uh, 7.09, Jordy suggests Data should kill his cat. 
two out of four stars. <laughs> There's a whole scene about Jordy talking about how he doesn't like Spot and how Data should actually just put him down. And you go, that's weird. Why would you do that? Is Spot in pain? No, it's, um, no, Jordy just doesn't like Spot. Oh. And he's like, hey, oh, yeah. Data, your cat's an asshole. And he's like, maybe you should like phase phaser him. And Data's like, why does, would I do does, that? Does he say that? He does. I, so, I'm not. Even so it is. Like, so this is like some George Washington thing, but they never touch yeah. upon like that time. Jordy got raped by a dog when he was a and kid. He, and now he's like, he hates animals. Like all he, he hates dogs. He hates cats. Tries to kick a dog. He he literally he says, maybe you should phaser or because Data's like, I am trading spot. And Jordy's like, what with a phaser? And he's like, he's like, you should kill your cat. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck, Jordy? That's weird. Mm. I, f- I, I feel like you're not reporting this accurately. I am 100%. It's at the start of the episode, too. So if you go to se- season seven, episode nine, you will be able You'll it's in the first five minutes. You'll hear it verbatim. OK. All right. Uh, OK, almost done. 7.10, Data's mom wanted to abort two out of four stars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Uh, 7.11, I know your favorite place, Memento Wharf, four out of four stars. Whoa. Parallels. I don't know if you know. So Wharf gets displaced from time and dimensions, and you see him in multiple alternative, <laughs> alternative dimensions. It's pretty cool. So what you're saying here, from the sounds of things, at this yeah. rate, it's like Worf data episodes are Ace, uh, uh-huh. Jordy, meh, Deanna Troy, no. Nope. Well, exactly. R- well, Riker, Deanna... Riker's right in the middle. Picard seems to be hit and miss. Yeah, exactly. Riker's right in the middle. Picard's, Picard's in the middle, too. Uh, De- Deanna Troy episodes, her and Bev's are frustrating because – they play them off as strong, independent women, but they're always getting conned by like piece of shit guys. Yeah. So you're just like, that's 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 pretty tired, you know. Yeah, uh, Jordy episodes. He's such like, like a hurt like, like lamb all the time. He's always like, I'm Jordy, and you're just like, come on, Jordy, you gotta stand, do something. But yeah, Worf and uh, Data episodes are usually pretty hot. So Memento Worf, I got two more for you, Jared. Seven twelve. Hello, I'm a Starfleet Admiral, and I'll be your villain tonight. Mm-hmm. Two out of four stars. Uh-huh. Again, this has John Locke from uh, yeah. uh, Lost. It's an okay episode, but it's it's like I said, if you ever see an Admiral from Starfleet, they're the bad guy. Right. And then uh, 713, Worf's cousin Vinny, two out of four stars. Oh. We have, uh, I think, Paul Servino. Yeah, oh, Paul Servino yeah. plays <laughs> Worf's brother, Nikolai. Yes. And you you see him and he's like he's like Worf my brother and you're like what? Yeah. I mean I know Worf's parents are uh, Russian but uh, it was it caught me off guard uh, that Worf's brother was Paul Servino and I was like yeah. wait a minute I forgot about that. So uh, Star Trek season baby. season seven. So season seven so far it's had two four star episodes Phantasms and Parallels uh, were great but it's also had a lot of like. Uh, Huh. What is this? So, anyways, that's Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, Did you feel like you're getting exhausted yet? Like nope. you're 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 waiting for an, the end? No, I uh, on to be honest with you, I'm kind of bummed out that I only have a few episodes left. Then you got some movies. Uh, I know. Well, no, apparently I have to watch Deep Space Nine and Voyager before I can watch the movies. That's not true. You can definitely that's watch what... Generations. 
I could watch. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I heard. Does that is it because there's characters from Deep no. Space Nine Voyager in those no. movies? No, no. You could just watch those two. You watch the First Contact for sure. You watch those really? Two. Yeah. Whatever. Who who these chronologies? It's like if if oh my star dates don't align. <laughs> oh well, actually that that raises a good point. Uh, should I watch uh, that first episode of the Rick and Morty Star Trek that they put out? It's on Grave. Is that what that is? That lower decks thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's Rick and Morty Star Trek. How to watch Star Trek in order from Tech Radar. Okay. Oh my god, it's not hard. From what I understand. Yeah, yeah, you can 100% watch Generations next. Like, you can watch that. You don't, I mean, so technically, you should be watching the first two seasons of DS9. I, I'm aware of that. Yeah, because actually, DS9 uh, has come up. In season six and seven, there have been two crossover episodes. Yeah. And in the episode I just watched, Quark was on. Uh, he uh, he phone called Riker. Oh my! And Riker God. goes, "Hey Quark, how's it on DS Nine? Yeah, that sounds about right. So, are you saying I shouldn't watch? Uh... No, I'm saying just like, yeah, just watch Generations. Uh-huh. Just just watch it, and then um, take take a break. Okay. And then watch DS9. And then, but, so the other movies I can't watch until after God, Voyager? You could just, you could just watch, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm even looking at this stupid list. Uh, you watch Next Generation 6 or 7, Deep Space Nine seasons 1 through 2. Then you watch Generations. And then you watch, I guess, Deep Space Nine seasons 3 through 4, and Star Trek Voyager seasons 1 through 2. And then you watch First Contact. Then you finish up D Space Nine five through six, Voyager seasons three through four, oh, Insurrection. You don't; these movies mean nothing to anything. Like you don't; they, they're all standalone movies. The only reason I thought I needed to watch those was because I thought there was characters from like Voyager. Like, isn't no. that seven of nine? She's not in any of those movies. No. Okay. Well, then, then I can watch them. Then not not till like I think she shows up in Picard or something. Okay, so that you're, you're, that was why I wasn't watching them. I thought there was characters like from those two shows in the movies and i would have been like i don't know who these people are no 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 i think you're fine just watch okay. it. yeah just do it up. Right. okay so that's cool hey do you want to hear about star trek yes please as does everyone else so because I'm i done. guess like i guess the for some people they're hoping the nightmare is over do they know that there's like five other series i could be what i can watch after this uh they would probably prefer not to know that well so okay here before i start we should have this conversation now are you gonna want play-by-plays on uh ds9 yes. voyager yes. enterprise yes. discovery yes <sighs> okay so because like see, my, my thinking was on this rj yeah. and i don't know i should run this by you since this is going to be like very rj centric but i was thinking i could take all the segments of you talking about next gen Mm-hmm. and compile them into a super clip for oh. youtube <laughs> oh my god that is amazing jared i was thinking I, about uh, it i haven't i haven't pulled the trigger yet because that actually will take a little bit of time and effort which uh i'm like right now i'm trying to put my efforts and time into things that uh i enjoy and i don't know mm-hmm. if uh, listening to you Say episode uh, season five episode fourteen. Jordy falls down a hole. Two out of f- two out of five or two out of four stars. Do, I don't do know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I can handle. It. I don't know. I, it's, it's possible. Like Fuck, this is the thing. We were if we could we could literally like. I mean, at this point, 
it could launch into like a, a side podcast where we just start mm-hmm. reviewing seasons of Star Trek that don't actually exist for Next Generation and just describe oh. like p- potential episodes based on sure. the the trajectory of each season because you can be like okay there's got to be an episode right. focused on each one of the guys and there'll be one where it's like the ensemble episode where there's like a big mm-hmm. we'll do like every season we'll have like a horror episode thrown in for Halloween we'll do it, it we'll do it actually properly where it's not just randomly throughout it but it's like every Halloween mm-hmm. there's like a a spooky Star Trek spooky season Star Trek so no, no no just one episode per season okay yeah but okay keep, yeah. I well, I got to say, Jerry, this is, and for people listening, this is the first time hearing of it. And so unless you edit this out, so it's a surprise. Uh, I've never seen, I haven't seen this much genuine excitement in uh, months, maybe even a year. So uh, I, I am fully on board. That's uh, we, we, I, I'm ready to rock and roll on this thing any, any day of the week, buddy. No, we'll just start with the right entire like half seasons every single week. Yep. That won't get well, old at all. No, not at all. Well, if you... I, I, I'm totally on board with it. I mean, what am I doing now? Watching like an entire season of Star Trek in a week? I have the time, clearly. I mean, uh, I feel like this is where, oh man, this would be so bad because I could get really into this and like come up with characters that would be like, oh man, they bring in a new character. Wesley's back, but he's back for like episodes mm-hmm. and then like figuring out like new new ways of using Alexander. I see. I would love to get more Alexander because I feel like we need teenage it's, it's Alexander. Real, it's some real fanfic, non-sexy, non, non, non-sexual fanfic, RJ. Okay. Oh yeah, I'd be on. Well, you don't have to look at me. Other than I would, like uh, the, maybe the rise of the Predator, the Alpha Predator Riker. <laughs> well, okay. What was the what was the uh, opposite Riker? Was it Thomas Riker? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like, see, I feel like we never got more more of that we needed more thomas Riker versus actual Riker to see who's sexier do you know what i mean see who's really hornier <laughs> these are all things that we could work out over seasons over seasons uh i think this is a great idea and i, I for one would say if you were going to compile these things on your own time i'll, I'll do double duty and watch uh, whatever movies i need to watch to fill in a the podcast proper just to just to make sure that it happens i was going to put out my notes that I have for these, but I think what you have sounds a lot better <laughs> because like it was just going to be pictures of my notes and I don't know who would be interested in that. I did know that, uh, or I heard that uh, those red letter media boys just did their TNG review. Uh, oh. So I, I know it's hot out there, but I, I haven't watched that. I think I've said many times, I don't really watch other reviewers anymore. Just uh, not in a weird way. It's just like, I don't know. I don't want to like copy someone accidentally. I don't want to shy a buff it. So, mm-hmm. uh, but so, I mean, the time is ripe. I mean, people, yeah, I said ripe, uh, people, uh, <laughs> people need stuff to do right now, Jared. So maybe Star Trek fanfic is, is what they need. Me, you know? Mayhaps. Well mayhaps. then I, I better go full steam ahead with the rest of the Star Treks then. I think the, so. so. I think so. People will be pleased to know. And uh, I'm sure Oliver will be pleased because uh, I know he's uh, he's just he's like a couple weeks ahead, and I I think he was uh, maybe scared that I was going to pass him and spoil it for him. But uh, I I am also going back to work in two weeks to the schools just like you, so uh, I imagine I'll probably not be able to watch entire half seasons of Star Trek in an entire week. So we'll see. I eh? think I think you could definitely make them up though. Oh, I could make up. Uh, I can make up ten for you right now. Mm-hmm. One, 
Riker's horny. Boom. Done. Two. In what, Alexander in, in growls what way? at someone. Yeah. In what way though? In every way. He's he uh, he comes out as pansexual oh, and uh, and to no one's surprise. So okay. So I do remember this. Like I think there was like a Twitter page at one point okay. where they actually made season eight, like or something like that. Or people like would make people? yeah, like they make their own episodes. Okay. Like yeah, TNG season eight. Alien monks think Riker is a demon and trap him in an orb. Data and Jordy decide to make a movie together. It's terrible. See, I, I like that quite a bit. So oh. did they already do all the work? Uh, they might have. I, I think they, there's more to it. It seems like they retweet a bunch of shit now. Their heart's yeah. not in it. So the last real ones like was like May 11th, 2018. Wow. Uh, a trap is... Oh, look, I love the accompanying image, though. <laughs> do they have a... They have like a single image for it's, each one. It's, well, no, it's 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 just the the image they went with for the uh, twi- the Twitter is. Uh, Are you sending this to me? No, just type in oh, it's okay. like TNG underscore S eight. Okay. A trapezoid challenges Picard to a race. Data and Jordy discover they've been sleeping with the same hologram, and so has Riker. <laughs> okay, that 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 is pretty good. But this image, I, I was gonna say. I was going to send you this because it doesn't look like it's those aren't his real hands, right? <laughs> I think those are someone else's hands that are playing the uh, the flute for him. I thought that as soon as I saw it and I uh, I took a picture of it because I was like, I don't think that's his hands. <laughs> Man, they're really promoting the lower decks. I, uh, by the way, I, I watched the first episode of the lower decks so I can talk about that. Uh, when we get to it, a, a glowing orb tricks the crew into thinking it's cool, but is a dick to data when they're alone. Riker's <laughs> wife and son make a surprise visit. He's what? Picard wants racist aliens to stop being so damn racist. Riker accidentally sells data to a prostitute. See, they did Picard wrestles with the ethical ramifications of altering a murderer's memories. Also, someone pooped in the holodeck and now it's ruined <laughs> see that's what that movie's about uh yeah <laughs> see i think did these people already do it did they already so. win i think they might have apparently there, yeah. there was a book there was a book called star trek the next generation warped an engaging guide to the never aired eighth season it looks pretty shitty. It's pretty dorky looking with cute little Star Trek. Like it looks like those bad, uh, like pop vinyl things. Yeah, it's that style that it will not mm-hmm. age well. But well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad that people were into Trek this way. So, I'm surprised that you don't own this book already. Because don't you I'm own never, I, I most? Do, of I, the I do. Trek books? I do remember when this uh, Twitter was the rage. And I mean that in the uh, <laughs> the lightest way possible because I don't think anyone yeah. really cared. But some of these are really good. Uh, Riker protects a class of alien school kids and their attractive teacher during a lava storm. A flock of tiny flightless birds hunt Wesley. It's pretty good. An alien boy pretends Data is his science fair project to hide him from military forces. Ronix, right, Ronix, Riker's sonic shower is set to silky jazz. It's got it all. It's all here. It's all here. Well, we can do, we can discuss uh, our uh, side tricks. A, a, a Ferengi attracts the Borg towards a colony he wants to loot. Riker's replicator catchphrase, steak for mouth, hot, needs work. 
Well, I mean, hey, how how did that uh that Star Trek Next Generation quiz go? By the way, uh, I got Bev Crusher, which I was a little surprised by, to be honest. You're such a Bev Crusher. Like you can see through like the questions, like some of them are so obvious. They're like, do you avoid social interactions? And also you have no emotions. And it's like, hmm, I wonder who they're uh, playing playing at here. But uh, yeah, I was I was I was surprised that. Uh, All right. Was her. Well, enough enough about that. We, we, oh, OK, we are in the home stretch here. We got we got season seven, the second so I'll hit you with the rest of the series. Yep. Uh, I'll give you my very brief overall thoughts, and then I'll talk about Generations. How's that yeah, sound? That sounds amazing. All right. So last week I left off at 13. So uh, oh, 714. fuck me. Are you serious? <laughs> 714, Rape Ghost by Jarrett Duncan. No, no, no. One star. It's okay. This is the episode that, like, it's, like, such a fucking turkey that it's I, so weird man so like, oh so sub rosa mm-hmm. and you know who this ronin is rj no duncan Roger, dracula monster squad aka hometown creepsville canada he is yes rj he is <laughs> what born born in creepsville Alberta, Canada, Sub Rosa Ronin Ghost in the worst, probably one of the worst episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation and Dracula from Monster Squad. This dude's from here? From here. This is revolutionary information, Jared. I I didn't know that. I've been waiting all this time. Duncan Rhaegar? Rhaegar? (laughs) Rhaegar, I believe it's pronounced. Who, Who is this guy? Where did he go to school here? You have to... I'm so interested. <laughs> Six five? Holy shit! He was a tall dude. He was. Uh, He's alive still. Yeah, he 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 is alive. Uh, man, this is wild stuff. Did he wait? So, oh, he was only born here. He was raised in Victoria. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Still, still. His father was a Russian artist. See, I didn't even know that, and I I made the rape ghost connection to Jarrett Duncan, let alone Duncan mm-hmm. Regiers. Oh yeah, and he was wow. also uh, Zorro on the uh, Family Channel TV show Zorro, which came on the air when you basically were born. So, I mean, that's pretty cool, I guess. I thought that show was really cool when I was a kid. Zorro? Yeah, the that was on Family Channel. Mm. Eighty-eight, man. His boxing and teams level. What does that mean? Did he go to the Olympics, or they people just thought he was he could have? <laughs> I feel like it was a could have. Oh look, he has a website. His dad was a Russian Mennonite, but also a microbiologist <laughs> and a painter. Hey, I mean, you were talking about Russia before. Ray Gear. Says surname is pronounced Raygear. It's weird. Uh, yeah, this is mind blowing, Jarrett. Had his own cable talk show at age fourteen. Well, I mean, we have a podcast, so like, yeah, it's almost the same. Oh, thing. he he also uh, had a stint in Airbud World Pup. Ooh, that's pretty cool. 
What bad. sport do they play in that one? I'm assuming the football. Football? All right. All right. Oh, I'm right. right. Look at them playing football with a soccer ball. That's so funny. Because I think they have pretty much one of every sport with these guys with Air Buds, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, that's a bad episode. That, yeah, it's real stinky. And it's very like there's no other characters in it. It's just like watching uh, old uh, Gates McFadden walking around in a in a slip, walking around in her nightgown in the like a woods, a spooky woods. And it's like her grandmother had some like locket and there's like a some sort of he's like a ghost parasite. He's like connected to a candle or something. Yep. And, uh he he's literally rape ghost. He's just there to fulfill their sexual fantasies, but uh, he do, he won't let them leave either. Mm-hmm. It's very strange, man. Yeah, it's very very strange. It's not a yeah. It's like is this? I mean, yeah. I hate. Oh yeah, actually look at that. In 2016, fans of the 50th anniversary Star Trek convention voted Sub Rose as the sixth worst episode of any Star Trek series. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Of oh, but, but it was ranked the eighth best romantic episode of Star Trek, noted for its exploration of sexual dreams. It's okay. So overall, it's bottom ten of the absolute worst. But when we're talking about sexual romance, it's in the top ten. Yeah, that's that's silly, silly, dear it. So that's a bad episode. Well, uh, okay. So I'm looking at this list. The, uh, the the what the worst episodes are. So the worst episode is an episode of Enterprise. Okay. Uh, number two is Next Generation Code of Honor. That is Code of Honor. Yeah, that's like where it's like Black People Planet. It's like from season. Uh, I think it's that one. I can't. I'll look it up. You can keep yeah, talking. I just remember like that one's got some. Uh, it hasn't aged well. Oh yeah, it is totally that episode. Black People Planet? Yep. Oh boy. Oh, that's um that's episode three in season one. Is yeah. that the one where they like kidnap uh yeah, they're like kidnap rapers because they want yep. that Yeah, I, I remember that's a bad episode. Yep. Uh Threshold via that's a Voyager episode. Turnabout Intruder from the original series, Shades of Grey, Next Generation, Sub Rosa, Next Generation, and the Children Shall Lead. Oh yeah. That episode stinks from original series. Move Along Home. Oh, some Deep Space Nine representation. Uh, the Alternative Factor from the original series. And Precious Cargo from Enterprise. It's a nice spread. Everyone got uh, yeah. everyone got some Was shit. there any Voyager on there? Yeah. Uh, oh, there was? Yeah, Threshold. Okay. People, people hey, you know, I, I, I remember you said you weren't a big Voyager guy, but some people are saying Voyager's not bad. Some we'll, people are saying. Well, well, we'll see what happens when you get there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, Sub Rosa sucks. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 7.15 is uh, my review is Nerds, two out of four stars. So that is the lower decks. So oh. I know everyone's really hot on this. I thought yep. it was fine. I didn't think it was like that that like crazy of a thing because everyone's like, oh, it focuses on the other characters. But it only a little bit. I think it like you still have like Riker and Worf and all those guys around there too, so it's uh it's okay. I don't know what's your opinion of the lower decks. I don't remember it too much. Yeah, it. Uh, I think the ending is good. Uh, like the ending of the episode is really good because uh, you have like one of those rare 
or not even rare, but like one of those TNG moments where the show actually gets really dark for a second. Like, um, like there's one, there's one that comes later too, like in the last episode where I, like I, I had my hands on my head and I was like, what? Like, cause I couldn't believe the show would go, go there. Uh, so lower decks is a good ending, but, uh, the rest of the episode, I think it's, I think it's fine. Like it's, it's good enough. Uh, but speaking of which Jared, I did watch that the first episode of that animated Rick and Morty show, the lower decks. So I know, I know you're super interested in, the, in, in that show. Right. Oh yeah. It's a. It's a. It was fine. Um, I know a lot of Star Trek people were getting real mad about it, but Mm -hmm. like, it because it it's just like comedy animated, and I don't know. It's not totally for me. I'm probably gonna watch it anyways when I get there. But uh, (laughs) it's it's fine. I don't know why people get so mad. It's not like great or anything either. But who who cares, right? Who cares, Jared? Who cares? Uh, but so I watched the first one because it takes place TNG. That episode ended and it's kind of gross. Where they're like, "Do you know uh, Deanna Troy?" And I was like, Ugh, "Get out of here!" Um, but I heard there's also Voyager references, so I was like, "Oh, so I guess it technically comes after Voyager." I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sure. All right, back on the train here. Seven sixteen. Data hair all messy. One out of four stars. Whoa. So Data is. Frankenstein in this episode he lands on a planet and he has memory loss uh, I think it's I, I say all the time I don't like memory losses I don't like uh, or like the amnesia episodes I don't like the body swaps so he lands there he doesn't know who he is and then everyone gets radiation poisoning and he turns into like a Frankenstein monster and uh, he tries to save him and then they kill him hmm. and they have to bring him back up to the ship to resurrect him Right. I was not a fan. Uh, seven seventeen body swap Kabuki Cedar. One out of four stars. <laughs> I do not like this shit. So this is masks. Uh, this is where Data is like a thousand people. He's like a legion. And he like, like all these episodes when Data isn't Data, I feel like his Brent Spiner just really wanted to like ham up the scene. And so he's like, he, he's every like minute he changes into a new person. And I was like, uh, I was like, I'm not into this at all. <laughs> I, I don't know if I mean, other people there. Like who did he direct this episode by chance? Mm. I'm not sure. Let's see masks uh, directed by Robert were Weimer. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. A director uh, of, of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he, okay. So his episodes, RJ data's day interface lessons masks parallels schisms violations Mm. who watches the watchers well parallels is really good episode it's like weren't you a weren't you a big schisms boy yeah schisms is really good that's the uh abduction one right or i don't know them by their actual names i just know them by my my things um yeah i didn't i didn't like uh i didn't like it but you know what are you gonna do? It's tough right but here? fair. All right, seven eighteen. Uh, we got the Shawshank rapist on board the Enterprise, <laughs> and then uh, Worf well, and Andy Fox. Dupree. Uh, yeah. So uh, the guy who rapes Andy Dupree in Shawshank Redemption, he's on the Enterprise now as a, a bad Bog, guy. What Boggs? Yep, Boggs himself, uh, and then also Worf Fox. So uh, does he this fuck is, Boggs? Uh, that's. 
uh, it, it could happen off screen, off panel. Mm. Uh, this episode is Eye of the Beholder, where a, a guy commits suicide in the opening of this episode. And you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Uh, and then this is the episode where Deanna and Worf uh, hook up, Jared. Finally. So, well, it was implied way earlier in uh, Parallels, actually, that because in all the alternate dimensions, they're, they're like married and stuff. And he's like, well, we're not in my dimension. Uh, this episode's okay. Sorry, right. two out of four. Okay. Jarrett, 719. So this episode's called Genesis. Yes. Uh, here is my three-line review. Oh, man. <laughs> Barkley Midwives Spot, Goiter City, Skinwalkers, Werewolf Frogs, De-Evolution, Spider Barkley, yeah. Gorilla Wharf, yeah. Spot is an iguana? No! Four out of four stars, baby. Genesis <laughs> is so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that, that episode uh, was pretty wicked as a kid. Yeah, Sp- yeah. Spider Barkley was amazing. Yeah. like So tell me what you think of Genesis. Well, or if you remember it. I remember all I remember is that, like, it, was, it is like a full on horror movie, like mm-hmm. in space, uh, where people are devolving. It's like, why? But I don't get quite like how Barkley is a spider. Well, okay, so I, I don't, there's. I like, it's not real science. No, it's not. Uh, it's not at all. Well, I think what it is is like some of they're de evolving, but some of them go past like primates uh, DNA even to like. Uh, so Spot turns into an iguana. So yeah. they're like, it's like past mammals into like reptilian stuff. And uh, why does Sparkly become a spider? Or Sparkly? Uh, why does Barkley become a spider? Why not? It's scary. No. It's real scary, Jared. Uh, Spot, it has babies in this episode. So you see little kittens, and Barkley's going to be the midwife, but then he turns into a spider and runs off. Uh, you got the primordial, like, wharf with all his, like, spikes. He's, like, super shredder. He's walk- running around ripping, like, doors off and stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, what else happened? Yeah, uh, Genesis is super good. And this is why um, uh, IMDb ratings can't be trusted because this is only a 7.2. Really? But Genesis is awesome. This is one of my favorite episodes of season seven, actually. This. Well, uh, what happens to, like Deanna Troy? She like she's like all she, like. She um she turns into a fish. That's what I was gonna say. Based on the like, she yeah. like she looks very like she's turning aquatic. She uh, because bites her on the cheek. Yeah. And uh, she gets the disease, and then uh, she turns into a fish, and she lives in her bathtub. She has gills. Uh, Riker turns into a, um, like, uh, like an old caveman kind of dude, oh, like yeah. uh, with a sagittal crest, and he's <laughs> running around throwing shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, for people turn into stuff. Uh, one of the, I think it's like the pregnant nurse who's in. Uh, uh, or the pregnant doctor who's like number two to Bev, she turns into like just an act, like just a completely smooth thing with like no features. It's awesome. It's a spooky episode for sure, Jared. It actually kind of looks like, uh, what does this remind me of? It's, it's, it, it looks very like kind of video dromey looking at the stills. Yeah, the makeup, oh. the makeup's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, there's that. They actually have a picture of Worf. Uh, you don't actually see him 
Oh no, you do. Never. Oh, mind. I, yeah, I totally see it. Yeah. That, that's a pretty crazy uh, head mask. Worse? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, because he like uh, he, and he's got like spikes on his back. Awesome, so cool. He gets like a. I think the the biggest thing about this episode is the progression of it because it starts off and Spot is pregnant and you're like, oh, that's nice. And then the uh, Worf has a goiter and you're like, oh, that's weird. Uh, I, th- I had skinwalkers on here. I don't even remember or werewolf frogs, but uh, it just gets ramped up and up every uh, every time uh, you're in a new scene. It's wicked. It's wicked here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's definitely one of the best episodes of season seven. Um. Okay, we're in the home stretch. Seven twenty, uh oh, quote unquote, Indians, uh, <laughs> and then Wes is a piece of shit. Uh, oh it, yeah. So this episode, it uh, it tries to comment on indigenous relations. Yep. Uh, because it's it's the Native American Indians. I'm mm-hmm. using air quotes. People can't see that. Uh, that's what they call them in the show. They left Earth to make their own planet, and now it's in Kardashian territory because of the treaty. And the Kardashians show up because they want to. Uh, they they're trying to force these people out, and these people are like. They're like, not again, because they're like, this is exactly what happened last time. You know what I mean, Jer? Yeah. Oh, there's the Barkley spider. Fuck, that's cool. Uh, so this episode, I think, is it's well intent. It's got good intentions, like kind of like Green Book, Jared. But uh, it's also at the end of the day. So like Wes goes on a spirit quest uh, from one of the indigenous people and uh He's like, Wes is like, I think I'm going to stay here. I, it's really the way to go. And then the indigenous man turns out to be that giant white guy with the flippers from like <laughs> season one. And it's like, so mm-hmm. even when they're trying the traveler, make, the traveler, I was like, so it's, it's an episode about these, these indigenous people. But at the end of the day, the person who was doing everything was just another white guy, you know, Jared? come, come travel with me, Wesley. Yeah, and you're just like, ugh, this guy's been grooming this kid since he was like 12 years old That's to go right. on a road trip. That's right, Wesley. Like, I, I find it problematic, mm-hmm. to say the least. So I don't even really know what to rate this episode. It's so problematic. We could get canceled just talking about it. Oh, man. We could get canceled just talking about it. So let's move on, Jared. Um, 7.21, Klingon, the musical two out of four stars oh, uh this the, the is opera alexander yeah so there's the opera and they're all singing and then there's this old klingon dude who's trying to make alexander tough and then uh, at the end of the day you find out he's like Worf is like who are you and he's like i am alexander <laughs> and you're just like what <laughs> okay it's fine whatever uh 722 picard jason picard two out of four episodes so this is more callbacks to the first season with uh, that Ferengi guy that uh, has a grudge against Picard. It's okay. Oh, fuck. I forgot and, uh, about that. They try to trick him, that, uh, or they change that guy's DNA so it matches Picard's. Oh, yeah. Their son, um, which is like, it's fine, you know, but... Uh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, it's... It's okay, but uh, it's I don't know. It's he, he's like a 
he's kind of like an Indiana Jones type guy, the character that they make. And he's like spontaneous and he's just as horny as Riker is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they're like, you know, you know, okay. Well, I'm going to keep going here. 723, the big Lebowski's on the holodeck. Uh, and then data calls a neuron, a synaptic map of the neocortex. What a fucking loser. Uh, two out of four stars. So this is Emergence. Uh, actually, no, well, I gave it a two, but it's actually a not bad episode. This is where the holodeck kind of a computer entity takes over the holodeck and it's evolving within the ship. And then it's like flipping out the holodeck and then it new life is formed and then it leaves the Enterprise. It's not bad. It's not bad, Jared. You know what I'm talking about? You ever heard of new life? Yeah. I guess. Okay, we're in the home stretch, buddy. Seven point two four. Uh, I wish, I wish there were more interactions of st- with Starfleet uh, as the police state. Three out of four stars. Hmm. So this is with Ensign Rowe. Or actually, she's not Ensign anymore. She's a Lieutenant Rowe. Yep. Um, she goes to that planet where they're fighting Cardassians. Uh, there's one episode, or there's one scene in this episode that I think is really good, where they're she go she goes undercover and to sell it wharf and data show up at a bar as starfleet officers looking for her and i really like the way it was like played out where uh when they come in with their starfleet uniforms like all the people in the bar know who they are they're like oh that's data and that's wharf because there's like a reputation but they're also like the cops of the galaxy uh i actually really like that i was like i wish there was some more of that that's cool you don't hmm. see that as much yeah and the episode itself is pretty good like you get that complex stuff where the enterprise is there to keep the people from rebelling. But then when they show up, they're like, Oh, they do have a point because the Kardashian or Kardashians are assholes. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, Jer, they are assholes. They're assholes. And then we have seven twenty five two parter. Uh, my review data, uh, data's many cats, four out of four stars. Whoa. Uh, I like all good things. I think it's pretty good. Uh, and I think coming at the uh, the end of this, uh, I was on board with it. It's not best episodes of the season were Genesis and Parallels. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I like the ending. I, I thought it was really good. So I don't, I'm interested to hear. Oh, Phantasms was also really good in this season. Mm-hmm. But it, it but, sounds uh, like there were some real low points, though, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this season's got a couple really good episodes and then a couple, like, real shit episodes. Um, but I like the finale. I think it's, uh, the way that it moves between time, I think is done pretty well. Mm-hmm. I liked that. You see that, uh, was it the enterprise E the enterprise E with like it's shooting blasters out of the deflector shield. Yeah. And it's and got like grizzled uh, old Riker. He's hornier than ever. He and, might and, be. Old. And then he fucking gets blown up. Yeah, he does. He does. But you see Data, and he's uh, he's a professor, and uh, Jordy's got eyes now. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, whoa. And then, um, what was it? Uh, Worf is like, a, like his hair, he's like all Klingon now. He's wearing the Klingon clothes, and his hair is all kind of like loose and out, out there. And I was like, that's cool. That's cool. I liked uh, the ending, Jared. I don't know. Is yeah. it... Uh, it seems like it's got it's pretty well uh, represented here. It's got it's got one of the it's got such a memorable title. All good things. All good things. I was gonna say, how many uh, TV shows do you think have that as their last episode? Oh, that specific title. All good things. Yeah, 
Because I, I know, know. I, I don't know them offhand, but I, I know out of memory that there is at least two two or three other series of TV shows I've watched, and their last episode was just called All Good Things. Really? I mean, I'm guessing they just took it from Star Trek, but uh, you never know, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they, uh, it, it coined the term. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's pretty good. Um, and so that's Star Trek, Jared. Well, it's not. It's not. That's not just the end of Star Trek, though, RJ. That's the end of the Next Generation TV show. Yes. Uh, I think. Well, I think, or is it? Isn't it Picard? Oh, yeah, but Picard. That's a mashup between TNG and Voyager, right? I suppose. Because Seven of Nine is like a main <sighs> character in that. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'll get to Picard or TNG two eventually. Yeah, I guess. Um, on the whole, it's very good. I didn't uh, burn out uh, like you thought uh, might happen. I did. I, I did think it might happen, but uh, he proved me wrong. <laughs> I, w- I was on board the whole time, man. Uh, it was it was great. I loved it. Uh, one thing that I find, so I think my general things are pretty much out there. Uh, one thing I, that has really stuck out to me though was, um, I think they're they're uh, what are their like you know they're like uh, their badges to show their rank. The, the oh like the little things on their neck on the yeah. collar yeah yeah so not even the badges but their rankings themselves I think are are bullshit because they never change in seven years, but you told like Data is a two and a half but he's very clearly like Data should be like a four star ranking guy because he's that good. And then you have like uh, I remember in se- at the end of season three when you get Lacutus Le- uh, and Riker gets put in as captain of the Enterprise he goes up to a four star rank but then in the next season when he gets demoted back he goes back to a three star and I was like I was like so is it four stars just for captains or I don't know there's all these people who have stars because you see the ensigns that have one star rank and you're like and then you see Worf who's a two star and you're like is Worf only that much better than a one star like guy in engineering do you know what I'm saying Jared yeah I mean these are things that maybe like bugged me more when I was like a child it it really it really stood out Uh, I know I, I remember these things I'm sure you should actually I think there's probably a reddit page about it I'm sure there is. And you should uh, sound off. I, I will. I will. Well, I hope you enjoyed and I hope everyone else enjoyed. And uh, I don't know. Do you have any lingering thoughts on uh, TNG? No, not really. Not really. Are you are you sad that the voyage has come to an end? Yeah, I was. I, I was kind of bummed out, actually. And I didn't want to start DS9 right away. So there was a couple days where I was like, I don't know what I should watch. You were listless. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but that that's the beauty of, like, I know sometimes it's a bummer to be in such a, like, a long thing, but it was nice to know that uh, I didn't have to think about what to watch. It was like, TNG? There, there you go. go. Well, I mean, Deep Space Nine is just right there waiting for you. I'm going to space it out from a week or two. I'm going to try, I'll try to do some other stuff, and then I'll, I'll just, I'll start digging into it then. I think that's a mistake. Yeah? No. Okay, well, I, I am watching Swamp Thing right now, and I only have, like, a couple episodes left. So oh, after, how, how's that going? I'll, I'll talk about it next week. Yeah? Yeah, because I still got to talk about Generations. Oh, Jared. fuck. <laughs> okay, well, but, but, okay, how about the, the monster stuff's pretty wicked, right? What, in Swamp Thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. 
I really liked the uh, the monster stuff, and I think they actually like his look. I think is is pretty yeah. good. Him standing around in the swamp, it's pretty yeah, it's pretty him, good. Pretty good stuff. I mean, compared to what we've had before. Well, I, was, I mean, I was like, sure, Man. but it's a lot of standing and guys talking like they're from Louisiana, like making Blair and kill, kill him, keep kill, yeah, oh fucking Warren Ellis. <laughs> He says, uh, he says, let me tell you. Uh, he was like, who are you? A stranger? Perhaps a phantom? Bray Wyatt? Well, it's one and the same, isn't it? He says, I love the swamp. I love the sweaty smell. Blue Devil? Blue Devil. I think Will Patton is the most out of place per- person. He's like, I'm making toida soup. Toidal soup. And you go, who, Will Patton? <laughs> are you from the swamp? Problematic, Jared. So anyways, Generations I watched because uh, yep. apparently I, you can. Yes. Um, uh, so I watched Generations. And Which you've never, you've never seen before. Never seen? Uh, I, I told you I wasn't really a Star Trek kid. Uh, I'm a Star Trek kid now. You're a Star Trek um, man. I'm a Star Trek man now. Uh, so Generations, I think uh, – I, I don't think I'm offering anything new that people haven't already come to before. But yeah. It really did seem like just an episode of TNG, but uh, I feel like Big Shat was probably just like, no, no, no. I don't do television anymore. Movies. And they're, they were like, okay. So you have, uh, what's it, Malcolm McDowell mm-hmm. in there trying to get back to uh, heaven. Uh, and he's him and Guinan are uh, in the same things. I, I did like that Guinan was in this a lot because yes. she wasn't even in like – I don't think any of season seven, which was a major bummer. Um, so dude's in there. He's messing around. You see how uh, Kirk goes out. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Um, I was like, but I mean, he died in the line of duty. So that's cool. Uh, and then you flash forward 100 years. We, we got uh, all the all the guys. They're doing stuff. They're playing around in the holodeck, Jarrett, because mm-hmm. Picard's fun now. Because mm-hmm. he realizes what really matters at the end of TNG. You know, that's why he sat down at that poker game. That's right. And just He's like, this is what it's all about. Um, oh, I forgot to mention the thing that I thought was super, super like dark in the last episode of TNG is uh, when time is going back. All the people who are pregnant on board the Enterprise miscarry and the fetus like gets dissolved. I was like, whoa. I was like, that's pretty grim shit. Like <laughs> who who wrote that and was just like, oh yeah, this is what we're gonna talk about. Anyways, uh generations. Uh so what was it? Oh, Data puts the emotion chip in. He doesn't really know how to handle it. Um and I was I was like fine with that, but again, I was like, I feel like this is this all was stuff that could have happened it's, in the show. It's all about, wow, I mean, there's no more show, though. That's true. But it is all about the ending. So when Data and Spock get reunited, man. What? Data. I, I, sorry, it's Skype. Oh, Data and Spock, when they get reunited at the end, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Uh, what else is there? This, this movie's really dark. Like, not like... Not like, like underlit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just it's like super dark. And like I was watching it and I was like I was like, why are none of the lights on? What's going on? Like it was always very bright before. Like people are walking around with like no lights on the Enterprise at all, and you're just yeah. like, Fuck, well, it's dark. well, it's because Star um 
Yeah. Picard's in like depressed. Well, the TV is supposed to be uh, brightly lit because you have no idea what kind of TV they're going to have. So it's all very evenly lit and kind of flat looking, but it's by design. But when you're making movies, it's got to be cinematic and a lot of dramatic lighting. Dark. Yeah. But I do remember that being like the Enterprise just seemed like so completely differently lit. And uh, yeah. The, the look of it's kind of just off, especially after you watch probably seven years of Star Trek in two months. Two months? <laughs> Fuck. Those, those changes are dramatic. Wait till you get to fucking first contact. It's unrecognizable. Uh, that's, I mean, I, I haven't really looked into first contact too much. I know it's all about the board. Well, you just wait because it, uh, yeah, every, it, the look of the show completely, okay. yeah, they, they, they upgrade. They, they upgrade all the look and it that that whole, all those decisions really start haunting uh trek for the next little while uh, i think i follow what you mean i think that's why all those all those jerks who are talking about the new show going back to original series optimism every single person's like they're going back to the original series optimism and it's like shut up it's like who, who whoever said that that first time didn't know how how much it would get repeated by like people on the internet it's annoying <laughs> yeah but anyways i thought generations was fine like i'm not in terms of movies it's whatever but as an episode of tng i was like this is fine you get to see uh william shatner ride a horse for a while so that's oh, pretty cool that's right and uh him making eggs and talking to dogs and stuff and he's, he's like in, he's, he's just such a guy he's just he's just one of the boys sure that's right I bet he likes to crack a cold one over the weekend. You know what I mean? Yep, in a public park. <laughs> cold ones for the boys, Jarrett. No. So, uh, anyways, I thought Generations was fine. Well, yeah, it's. Um, I saw this opening night. In wow. The, at, at, at the Paramount. I was only four years old. I wouldn't have been able to go with you. No, you wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have let you because you would have cried. Ah, why is it so dark? <laughs> and loud. Who's this creepy old man with a big nose? Who? Oh, uh, what's, what's Malcolm McDowell's character? Soren. Soren. I'm going to go turn on the platform. You stop Soren. And <laughs> then you got um, fucking Bill Shatner's uh, stunt double with his wig jumping around some rocks. And you get that fucking fight scene at the end. Yeah. You get Shat's stunt double. Uh, you Malcolm get Patrick McDowell. Stewart's stunt double. Uh, and you get Michael McDowell's stunt double. Michael McDowell. Wow. <laughs> Malcolm, yeah, <laughs> McDowell, uh, yeah, you get them all. They're all they're all in there. Yep. But I think I've said before, I'm I'm amazed at how often they'll just throw in a stunt double. Like on in the TV show, there was a there was a scene where Riker punches someone, and they put in uh, Riker's stunt double. But like he doesn't actually make contact. It's like you couldn't have done that yourself, John. No, 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 they don't want to take a chance. They're like, we don't want you to like throw they, out your arm or well, something. No, they don't. Well, what if he like broke his fist? Now he's out of uh, production. Like he can't shoot anything for like two months. They could have written it into the show that Riker was so horny that his hand just <laughs> blew broke up. his hand, or they have to like yeah. work around it. Nah, yeah, it's easier just to get the stunt double. Man, so what? It's the business, Sad. my friend. It's the business. Yeah. It's not a world for men. I, Real, I guess they like to take risks. I guess. Um, I don't know, like. Oh, fuck. Uh, there, there's some, there's some skunky stuff in Generations too, but uh, I don't know. I was like, skunky. <laughs> yeah, you know, skunky. You're just like, you're like, you're kind of like, like, uh, like, like beer. Uh, a little bit. No, like, like, the like, like, a, like a bottle depot. 
Oh, fuck. Actually, it's a brand new bottle depot on the west side here. It was pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. I liked it. Other than I, I the, remember, uh, I remember talking about that like an hour ago. Yeah, fuck. We've been talking about Star Trek for a long time. Uh, hey, all good things. <laughs> all good things. So, uh, yeah. W- do you have any other thoughts on Generations? Not. It's been so long. I miss. I think every time I've watched it, I've liked it less. I think it's uh not even like if okay. Now you got to think. If you got to think back, way back, RJ. Yes. In terms of Star Trek movies, how, where okay. does it? Where how does it fall? Fuck, I did have a, for a little while, I did have a ranked list, a private one. Yep. A private one. Let's go oh, to that, that list that, right that's now. That's OnlyFans. Yeah, it's what, yeah, OnlyFans. Um, I put it, uh, I put it at like, I don't think it's as good as, say, Voyage Home. But it's maybe better than Final Frontier. No, I don't know. Maybe it's not better than Final Frontier. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Final Frontier is the punching bag of the Star Trek cinematic universe. But but I'm with I, you. I think it's okay. No, I, I think it's a very enjoyable movie, and I would watch it before I'd watch Generations or yeah, me- Insurrection or Nemesis or Abrams yeah. movies. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if Generations is as good as any of the original movies. That's the problem. Or and I'm even including the cage, which is uh, logable on Letterboxd. Oh, yes, which is with like your buddy Pike, the pilot. Yeah, yeah, but it's like uh, I don't know. It's got it's got a full entry, so I'm including it. Cool. Yeah. So generations, eh? Generations. So you watch any movies? No. 